Hello, fans. This is Hall of Famer Ron Simmons, and you are listening to WNS Podcast. And if you're not listening, that's just one word for you. You are listening to the official Wrestling News Source podcast. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or check us out on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsSource.com or WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast or WNS Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 different countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron, Tyler Bear, and Doug. I'm a freak. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. I am Tyler Ebert. I'm Doug. And we welcome you to episode 182 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes, Wrestling News Source Podcast. We are also on Stitcher, BeyondPod, and Player.fm. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. Yo, 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 yo. Twitter. Uh, the main site's at WN Source. We are at WNS Podcast. Daniel, WNS underscore Daniel. Tyler, Tyler. Yo! Yo! yo. <laughs> Welcome to the show, yo. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. We're going to be talking about Money in the Bank, your feedback, some raw, your questions, hot topics, and a very special interview that's been here at the top of Talk to show Mr. Ron Simmons himself, WWE Hall of Famer. Really, really good stuff. So welcome to the show. How would they not hear the top of the show but hear like 45 seconds in? Uh, well, you, you think know, they skip the intro? Sometimes, you know, okay. it's like, okay. oh man, I'm tired of this. Okay. I always it's hear that the every week. They're the same voice. It's the same start every single time. I know when I can skip forward. To wrestling News Source yeah. podcast. Yeah, and then the whole that's right, and then you know, just move on from there. And Stitcher. Okay. I want to know, like, some guys, like, I want to know. <laughs> Daniel knows that's really not right. What's well, not right? You know how you say that's right, and they're like, no, that's not that's right. That's not right. That is so incorrect. So, but yeah, so welcome to the show. Got a lot to talk about. Got a lot to celebrate because today, the time of this recording, I know whenever it's released, it'll be the day July after. 1st. July 1st, the birth of our little cub, the one and only Tyler A. Bear. So Rawr. happy birthday, Tyler. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad Yay. to be in Dust Studio on my birthday, Dust chilling Studio. with these two cool cats. Yeah, we even gave him the option saying, hey, do you want to push the show till, till tomorrow? And We said it cranky, but we did say yeah, it. Like, do you really? <laughs> I mean, if you want. Uh, just, I mean, if you really want us to bend over backwards, we no, can push I'll the show. Back. I'll come back and do it. But, all right. And then I was trying to walk there, twisting my leg at the same yeah, time. Come on, like, Damn come it, on. okay. Just twisting your arm a little bit. Come on, Tyler. So, uh, so happy birthday. Thank you. We're going to have you. a big celebration on Saturday. We're going to have a party. And everyone who's listening to this is invited. Everybody in the pool. Everyone in the pool. That's right. So, uh, so how does it feel to be one year older? Is it, you know? Uh... <sighs> Mustache it's just a regular. It's just a regular day. To be honest with you, mustache um, is growing. I know some in. people are like, "Hey, guess what? It's my birthday. It's my birth week. It's my birth month." I'm like, <laughs> "It's just a regular day." Yeah. So it's I mean, it's cool that you you know you, you you know tell me happy birthday. I appreciate that. You know, it's a cool gesture and all that stuff. But it's not it, my birth month. You don't. But you don't care. There's no such those. thing as a birth month. It's just well, it's the month he was born in. Well, people who I mean, there's no such thing as celebrating your birth month. <laughs> well, people. I don't know, do I don't know who made that up, but people I mean, it's the the month that you're born, but I mean, some people it's, take it far as like, "Hey, guess what? Every day of this month is my birthday." It's people's excuse to go out and just get drunk. Yeah, I guess which 
Can't really fault him for it, but, you know. Just say, hey, I can get drunk. Just say, hey, <laughs> my birthday's coming up in three weeks. Let's go get wasted. Hey, this whole three weeks, my birthday is. Let's get Teddy Long every to day. drive. So. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so happy birthday, Tyler. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Mr. Bear. Good stuff. Rawr. Let's let's do this. So, uh, Doug, how are you doing? I'm here. Yeah, you're hanging in there. You've been Good. a working man, working yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna compl- I'm not gonna bring it down. It's Tyler's birthday. I'm not gonna complain about my shit. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, I was just saying. You, I was acknowledging that. No, you have I pr- I appreciate it. Work ethic. I just don't want to. I just don't want to like make it about me. Like I don't want to be all whiny. Like oh, blah 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 blah, which I'm kind of doing now. So. <laughs> oh, fine. You said what? All right. Want. Well, fuck it. It's uh, my. Yeah. It's my. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, we got a lot to talk about. Uh, let's go ahead and dive on into some feedback that we got. Uh, first bit, it's coming to us from uh, Thomas. Drop it low, son. Drop it low, son. Drop it, drop it low, son. Drop it low, son. Drop it, drop it low, son. How Say, low can you drop it? <laughs> saying, how pro- <laughs> low can you go? How low can you go? Oh, yeah. So, uh, Thomas says, uh, props, Doug, on your on-the-fly math skills. It was exactly 60% of the time yeah. that you guessed. Was so. it, of course it did. Of was course. It, <laughs> it was 60% of the time. It works every time, right? For that particular time. But we don't now have that to pretend to like his jokes just because it's we've his had, birthday, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. You can tell me like it is. No, it's just another day. Remember? He right, said right. That. Just another, yeah, it's, it's another day. Tell me like it is. So, uh, but yeah, but now that we've had another Raw, that percentage has changed. So, you know, what can you do? Like, I, I, I didn't know how to figure it out. I couldn't, like, do the math. You I just, just but it was a good guess. guess. Yeah. So congratulations. Thanks, Lawson. Uh, next bit of feedback we have is from Six Star Criminal on YouTube saying, I would like to say this is by far my favorite wrestling podcast. Been listening since around episode 20, and even during the time I stopped watching wrestling, I still listened. Keep up the great work, guys. And shout out to Doug for getting me interested into independent wrestling. Good job, Doug. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Um, well, I'm glad you like the podcast. I mean, yeah. thanks for... Yeah, thank you for those kind words. Yeah, we appreciate it. Definitely. Uh, final bit of feedback. Maybe we his have. name is like super literal, and he's in like actually in prison. He doesn't have <laughs> he doesn't have anything to do but listen to us. Yeah. It's like, look, they get iTunes. You there. can either do community service or you can listen to a wrestling. Maybe podcast. we're like a form of punishment. Like, <laughs> you have to we're reforming to criminals. Well, these guys aren't that bad. <laughs> I'll take these guys over, uh, you know, dropping soap. So uh, our final bit of feedback we have is from Alexander, just simply saying, great show. So thank you very much, Alexander. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much. Certainly appreciate it. So, uh, yeah, like I said, got a lot to talk about this week. Uh, Money in the Bank took place this past weekend. And um, I went back and listened to our predictions. And I may be wrong, but it was like 2 o'clock in the morning while I was listening to it. I think Tyler pulled out the victory. Uh, in the predictions this past weekend. So, congratulations, Tyler. Happy birthday. We should start keeping track. Yeah, we really should. <laughs> Lowson, keep track for us. Yeah, start start at Royal Rumble, go from there. and uh, you know. <laughs> Well, no, no, no. I didn't know we were playing for for real. No, nah, we got to start not. now. We got to oh. start now. Oh, we'll make it a fiscal year? Yeah. So, from now until next year's Battleground or whatever? Sure. sure. Okay. Or whatever. You know, it's not fair, like... Doug's pick for uh for Barrett whatever that time Barrett wasn't even in the match. Yeah, so. I, I went back and listened. That's who I picked as well. That's what I thought. Yeah, so tough break on that one because uh yeah who knows what would have happened then, but uh but Money in the Bank did happen this past Sunday. I know we got to watch it and have some pizza and have some cookie stuff that was awesome. 
Cookie puss. Cookie puss. I will eat your soul. So, uh, so yeah, Money in the Bank. Got to watch it on the WWE Network. Had a little bit of connection problems. Uh, and then we switched over to my laptop and hooked it up to the TV. And So we wonder if that's like the Xbox problem. That's what PS, I'm thinking. I, I think they might have some issues. Because whenever I watch it on my laptop, I have no issues at all. Yeah. And then... Uh, and this then is a random question. Um, the WWE Network, is it... Uh, it's on the PS... It's PS4 because it's on the PlayStation yes. Network. But is it also for Xbox One? Yes. Okay. Yes, they have announced that it is. So, um, so yeah, we got to check out Money in the Bank. They kicked things off the uh, the kickoff show. Uh, no Josh Matthews. They replaced it with uh, Renee Young. Uh, I know for like for me, like it was weird hearing her the voice automatically. Mm-hmm. I was like, I just, I mean, there's nothing wrong with her voice. And she's it's just not what you're used not, to hearing. Yeah. yeah, you're used to having Josh Matthews and ah. the world misses him. So, uh, but we kicked things off. Daniel Bryan coming out to address the crowd for uh, being stripped of the title and how his recovery is going, and apparently it's not going as well as he would hope. He hadn't regained the strength in his arm, and uh, they are toss- talking about possible second surgery uh, to go in and uh, and fix that. So he cannot um, tell you when he's going to be back. Yeah, so um, really kind of heartbreaking news. Um, just really, uh, really tough stuff because, like, you know, he was having the Cinderella story, and then. Once he won the title, clock strikes midnight. Here's all this bad stuff happening to you. Yeah, you know it, it happens in mm-hmm. the professional world, but he'll be back on top again. Yeah, just really bad timing. Preach that wisdom, old man. <laughs> Preach that wisdom. <laughs> all you have to do is believe. Yes, because uh, Dana Bryan was interrupted by Bo Dallas. Nice segue. Um, and uh, Bo Dallas coming to try and. Offer inspiration to uh, to Daniel Bryan, saying, you know, don't worry, you can still climb the ladder of, of life and <laughs> come back better than ever. And uh, Daniel Bryan calls him a Bo Ner and tells him, Bo, leave. So uh, who was Boner the friend? Like, what show was Boner the friend on? Growing Pains. Okay, okay. Thank <laughs> His you. name was Boner. So um, yeah, so tough break for Daniel Bryan. You know, we hope. I hope that they don't have to Okay, do so who was Roach? Roach was on Cosby Show? Nah, I have no I idea. I don't know. What's the what's the thing with like eighties and nineties sitcoms with like weird names. the best friend has like a fucked up name? Yeah, there's Boner. Like, I know there's Roach, right? How'd they get away with I'm that? I'm Googling this right now. <laughs> how'd they get away with Boner? I just want to know that. Boner? Like no 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 not WWE, just in oh. growing pains. Oh, well I don't know. Words had different meanings back then. You never know. A boner's a boner. <laughs> you know? Lozen, right. check and see if there is another <laughs> definition back in the past. Don't for overuse him. We, okay, I'm know, sorry. You're gonna, I'm you're sorry. gonna overwork the poor boy. <laughs> so uh so <laughs> we kick He's uh, looking up Roach, so we'll, oh, okay. we'll talk. Oh, it's actually Cockroach and it was Cosby Show. <laughs> okay. Oh speaking of Cosby Show, do you guys know Lisa Bonet is uh gonna be in that new movie? What movie? The bike, the motorcycle WWE movie. Really? No, I did not know that. Hmm. Be I always thought the she one was with Roman Reigns in it. Yeah, whatever the the motorcycle one is. Yeah, Bill Cosby. I always thought she too. was cute. Hmm. That's cool. Boy, that's which she's one the again? she's the oldest Cosby daughter, like the cute one. Okay, yeah, yeah. The All one right. that uh, the wears the. Uh, she had like the funky style. Yeah. Funky. I think so. I think I remember it. I don't or, remember watching too much of the Cosby Show. What? Oh. Staple. I just yeah. I don't know. I guess whenever I was little, I was watching other things. I don't know. 
So back to boners. <laughs> so back to money in the bank. Uh, we kick the we kick the actual pay per view off with the uh, Usos going up against uh, Eric Rowan oh. and Luke Harper. Oh, just something, something I want to say about that whole segment before we get into that. Okay. I just want to say that you know it does suck for Daniel Bryan. Yes. And also, we find out later on that night. Also, Wade Barrett too. Yes. I think we found it was on Raw or whatever. I'm sorry, I'm skipping or whatever. That he'll be out in the, the title. So it's like mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan and Wade Barrett. They both have the titles and they're both got stripped and yeah, are going to be out for a while. So really, those, those are the tough breaks. Yes, but uh, they'll come back strong. Yeah, hope so. What in the fuck happened to her? She looks like shit now. She used to be so cute. <laughs> drugs? I don't know. Maybe. Does it look like she got into drugs? Yeah, like this was her like back in the day and she was cute, but this is like her now. Yeah. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. God damn, what happened to that poor woman? (laughs) She was a cutie. Was. Past tense. So, uh, yeah, so we kick money in the bank off. (laughs) Uso's going up against Rowan and Harper. Um, You know, normally when there's two money in the bank matches, they start with one and they end with one. Uh, but this was not the case in this one. I felt like this was a strong opening. Yeah, uh, yeah. These these four guys have great chemistry together. Like They've, I felt like by you know this whole performance by them, their wrestling match and all that stuff. I felt like they were gonna win. Um, they Rowan and okay. um, Harper. Sorry. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was. I mean, it was an exciting matchup. They had a lot of good spots. Um, you know, Harper is continuing to impress. Just uh, putting on really good show. Um, Usos end up getting the victory, yeah. but um, I, I know I know your favorite part is Michael Cole saying "Uso crazy." That can end <laughs> soon, please. Uh, Doug, what did you think about the matchup? Which one we're we talking about? I'm <laughs> st- I'm trying to figure out what happened to this poor girl. <laughs> <laughs> we will have an update what happened to her <laughs> yeah, uh, by the end of the show. Uh, Usos and uh, Rowan and Harper. Uh, it was okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't really have anything what? to say about it. I, I mean, I'm not just like. Bullshitting. I mean, I, I don't know. One great, one bad. It was, yeah. it was good. I, it was that. I know. I keep on making this well, this joke or observation, but like, I, every time I see uh, Harper, it's like Jason Lee. Yeah. Jason Lee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, but the Usos do end up getting the victory on this one, taking us into the next matchup, the uh, the Divas Championship match. Paige going up against Naomi with uh, Cameron at her side. You know, we figured that they were going to have a lot of focus on uh, on Cameron, and they didn't really disappoint on that one. Um, she didn't help. She, had, she didn't like, help. Facial expressions. She had her hands on her hip. And, like she didn't do anything, and she laughed whenever her partner got hurt. And, Aha, and that bitch didn't get the title. I'm getting it. I'm coming for you. Yeah. So it's just I uh, I didn't like it. Uh, the match itself was good. Uh, you know, for Diva's standpoint, it was one of the better. Uh, WWE non NXT Divas match that we've that we've seen in a while. Uh, they had a lot of good spots, you know, both showing their athleticism. Uh, I enjoyed it. Paige ended up getting the victory. Uh, how about you, Tyler? Um, I'm trying to remember some other things about the match. I mean, uh, I guess my mind is just. I know Naomi focusing. did the dive over the uh, the top rope onto the floor, onto Paige. That was a really cool spot that I yeah, liked. Yeah, and she bounced off her butt and jumped up. <laughs> no, um, no, it was it was good from what I remembered, but I, there's nothing I can say. Just the only thing that's coming to my mind is they just really played off of the um, 
I think, you know, eventually Cameron and Naomi is going to split up. Yeah, so. it's certainly leading towards that. Yes. Uh, Doug, any thoughts on the uh, the Divas matchup? No, but I'm getting really close to finding out what happens. <laughs> Check back okay. with me. I'm going to have an update. <laughs> News at 10. We'll find out. So, uh, so. What happens to that Cosby girl? Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah. Next up, we got an impromptu matchup. Uh, Paul Revere, a.k.a. Damian Sandow, going up against Adam Rose. And uh, before before the matchup, Paul Revere coming out saying, the nitwits are coming, the nitwits are coming, in the referring to the Exotic Express. and I thought he said that, like, well, he said that and then turned the match to elbows. The elbow is coming. The elbow uh, is coming. I'm just not really into, um, I, I would say I'm more into Damian Sandow than Adam Rose. Yeah. That's how I feel. I think someone, someone posted a comment that, Describes it accurately. The song is over. Adam Rose. Adam Rose, the wrestler, is not. Yeah. Everyone loves the song. Everyone likes chanting along with it. But I'm kind of over it, really. But when he gets in the ring, that's it. I mean, it's just a short... They're, they're, and the strut or how he walks. Yeah, the little bounce and all that. But a short matchup. Adam Rose makes quick work of Paul Revere, Damian Sandow, whatever, and parties. Poor Damian Sandow. Who did he piss off? Like, why are they making him do this? We need the skinny. We need, yeah, we need the details on that one. Doug, how's how's the? Uh... Okay, it is alleged drug use. She's oh, okay. also like forty six, which is older than uh, I thought she was. No. Which I always thought she was just I, I don't know. I guess like watching it, you think you're. I mean, I always thought she was just like a little bit older than me. But I guess I was actually pretty young when she was a teenager. So yeah. maybe that's why I had the crush on her or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, uh, okay, yeah, she's alleged drug use. Damn, that sucks. And she's also 46, which is not to say, <laughs> you know, you can't be Well, depending on how long she did drugs, right. you know, that takes a toll on you. Plus age. Yeah. Yeah. Bleh. So, yeah. So, uh, any any thoughts on Adam Rose versus Paul Revere? Nope. No. Okay. So, uh, next up, we got to see the Money in the Bank Still recovering from seeing Lisa <laughs> Bonet after all these years. <laughs> So, so yeah. So next up, the Money in the Bank uh, contract ladder match, um, spot fest galore. I mean, if you, I'm if also you, glad that they didn't replace Barrett. Yeah, I, am I don't as think well. there's anyone else. Well, they, I, I bet they could find someone. They could have found someone and just tossed them in, and they would have just done a few spots or whatever. But uh, I'm glad that they kept him out. Um, and in other ways, I'm kind of glad he wasn't in this matchup. I felt like the tempo was very fast paced. Uh, I felt like they need someone who stays hyped. No. So uh, I feel like Barrett could have maybe slowed them down a little bit uh, as far as the tempo because you've got RVD, you've got Rollins, you've got Ziggler, spot monkeys, um, just, you know, go from spot to spot to spot to spot to spot, and they're jumping and diving and falling. Yeah. I mean, Swagger did his, I mean, did he really play a big role in the match? No. Yeah, so I mean, I mean, know. you know, they had some people who want to. I like up the shirt. The yeah, <laughs> with yeah, the hand yeah. print oh, yeah, on it. Shirt, yeah, that was pretty cool. But yeah. um, but yeah, I mean, the 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 ladder match I felt was really good. Um, just because I like I like the spots that they do. Um, you know the what was the uh, oh yeah I was gonna say the the Kofi the one Kofi bounced or someone pushed him fall- off the ladder. He, he was he falling off the ladder, off the- bounced off the ladder, and and into the. Sea of That's people. The Kofi of the night. Yeah, the here's your highlight reel 
but they had a lot of good bites on there too, um, making the fans think that this person was going to win. was going to win. Yeah, the fans went went pretty nuts for that. They were. Uh, I bet I was like, no, no, <laughs> no, bullshit. no way. But uh, that would lead to him winning the championship and turning heel and have, starting the run. And or he'd be the third one to lose it. That too. Um, I was surprised at how many people actually were into thinking he might win. Yeah. He's over with the with the crowd, but I mean, you know. more than a boom boom guy, right? I guess they were. I guess they. <laughs> I sorry, guess they were expecting sorry. more of a. <laughs> they were expecting, you know, maybe the unexpected. It'd be like, oh, everyone thinks that Ambrose is going to win. Oh, everyone thinks Rollins is going to win. Wait, Kofi's going up? No way. So, uh, you know, maybe they bid on that, and they're like, oh, finally, Kofi's going to get his push that everyone thinks he deserves, and you know, and got cut short on that but uh ziggler was another one uh ambrose was another one that uh they all got cut short um the only thing i didn't like about the match was the ending where kane comes out and you know takes out ambrose uh i felt like they could have done something else to take ambrose out um of the equation to give rollins the the win or rollins could have taken him out yeah i mean i would have been fine with that like if he had just Hit him with a ladder or something. I mean, I'm, I'm okay with it. I mean, I know it plays into, you know, hey, Triple H, I, st- I guess the plan B, you're going to win no matter what. If it looks bad, guess what? I got the insurance coming in. To- yeah, but the thing for me was that, you know, during Raw the week before, uh, you know, Triple H is saying to Rollins, okay, I'm going to put Ambrose in the match, but if, you know, you don't win, it's all on you. And so then he helps him. So he's like, okay, I'm testing you. This is you going out on your own doing it but i'm gonna give you some help just in case and i don't i don't like that it makes you know it makes it to me it makes it it feel like triple h isn't confident in rollins and it makes rollins appear a little weak to me but um i don't know what what about you doug i thought it was i thought it was a fun match um i'm a little bit over the the guy gets taken out only to make the triumphant return like at the last minute Mm -hmm. kind of thing um it's I mean, it's becoming like a trope. It. Yeah, they did it with Flair and Miz in past years. Yeah. Becoming like a like, I don't know. It's Cliche. it's 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 overused at this point. Yeah. Um, but it was fun. Okay. What do you think about the end? I don't have a problem with Kane uh, helping him win. Okay. If anything, I think that that makes uh, a lot of sense. Yeah. All right, but, but Rollins end up getting the victory, so he is your new Mr. Money in the Bank. So be on the lookout for that. Any uh, any predictions as to when he might cash in? And if he's is successful? When the time is right. Hmm. <laughs> yep. I don't know. I think he might do it at the wrong time. <laughs> <laughs> when the chance, when the opportunity does not present itself. Try, try again? I don't know. All right. So uh, next up, we got to see Rybaxel going up against Stardust and Goldust, one of the matches that was kind of put together at the last minute. I don't know. Uh, it's like I just – I guess I give him more time. I'm still just not into Stardust. Yeah? I don't know what it is. I'm just not into it. You're just jealous of the gloves. I mean, those are cool gloves. Don't get me wrong, but, I mean, I'm still not – Yeah? Nah, I don't know. Yeah. How about you, Doug? Thoughts on uh, Stardust? Yeah, I mean, I'm not into it either. I mean, oh. I'm over, I mean, I'm more into Stardust than I am Curse Axel. 
What do you think about Curtis's uh, ring attire? Going with the, it looks like um, he was going for Mr. Perfect's gear and the, the axe in the back. I know. I made the joke. I was like, "That's disrespectful." Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I mean he comes out in a shirt that says "Better than Perfect," so yeah. is that about the same? I don't so. know. I mean, I mean, he's gonna. I guess honor, you know, his yeah. father and grandfather. I mean, it's it is what it is. I mean. Yeah. yeah, but um, the match itself, it was fine. Stardust and Goldust ended up getting the victory. Anything else to really take away from it? Nah. All right. Well, next up, we got to see um, a rematch between Rusev and Big E. Uh, I actually enjoyed this matchup because there were a lot of counters in this one. So, you know, they did similar spots like they did at the last pay-per-view. However, you know, they, they scouted one another. They, you know... Big E was looking to do the the dive through the middle rope uh, onto the floor, and uh, Rusev countered it with a knee, and then Rusev went to do a move, and Big E countered it, and you know it made me it I appreciated that because it it made me feel okay, you know they're actually trying to build this onto something, uh, you know they're trying to say okay, you know I've been scouting you, you've been scouting me, let's just see who the bigger and better man is. One thing that. Uh comes to mind on this match or whatever i know eh, it, it looked like to me it would hurt and i know that biggie's a big guy but when he mm-hmm. did that camel clutch mm-hmm. at the end and he sat down he like really bent yeah him. to me that looked like ouch yeah so uh another another big ouch was whenever biggie did actually get to do the the dive and rusev just lands just thud yeah, right yeah, yeah. Mat. That was it. Yeah, I remember that thud. Yeah. That was uh, that was pretty sickening. Some mics down there. Hear the thud. <laughs> I don't think so, but uh, but yeah, but Doug, what did you think about this matchup? Uh, it's actually my favorite matchup of the pay per view. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I mean, people are gonna say what uh, what about the money in banks, and that's all well and fine and good. They, I mean, as far as like big exciting spots and things like that, but as far as story goes, I think these guys like to hold up. Tell a pretty good story. They 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 call back to the uh, spear through the ropes like you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, they worked the match around that. They even teased it with uh, Rusev getting the knee up. Yeah, I mean, I just as far as like the story goes, this is really what worked for me. Like, and um, even Tyler was talking about him putting in the camel clutch. Uh, looks real bad most of the time. He does it with guys that are smaller than him, I guess, because he doesn't put the torque on it to make it look like it's cinched in, but yeah. uh, Big E's so fucking big that it looks like he's got him in tight, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're just like, yeah, they're right well, size, I guess, for each other, but uh, I mean, it just, I mean, he did put the extra bend on it this time, but I mean, like, in general, it looks like shit. Well, I think because Rusev is such a thick guy, like, his legs and his arms are just so big that whenever he does it to a smaller person, it, it just, it looks flimsy. But whenever you get a guy who's equal in size to him and he's doing it. I mean, it, he could probably sit down on him. Or oh, not yeah. sit down, but like kind of, I guess, do what he did to Biggie. I know Biggie's big and it doesn't take that much, I mm-hmm. guess, to do it. But, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, I agree. I'm just saying but I, that's why I think it doesn't work as a finish because most of the guys he wrestles are not Biggie's size. Yeah, and I did like the spot that once once he was in, what I think they call it, the accolade or something like that. Yeah. Uh, once he once Biggie was in it, you see him try and fight it. He starts, you know, getting to his knee and starts trying to push up. And Rusev just takes a couple steps forward, puts it right back in, and then just uh, cranks it back. And but he uh, almost like bent him in half at the waist, really, yeah, like the way he put the. It was on it. pretty brutal. So uh, 
I mean, but not like normal, like where you're on your your knees and you're getting lit back. It's almost like his legs were like beneath him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, people who are listening can't see what I'm doing, but they right. saw the match. They know what I'm, <laughs> what I'm talking about. But uh, really good stuff. I I really enjoyed this matchup. Um, I mean, as far as story goes, I mean, that's probably my match of the night. I know the Money in the Banks were much more exciting mm-hmm. with big spots. and but, I mean, even Rusev took that big, stupid yeah. bump off the air. Oh, that thud. It's a big boy taking big boy bumps. So, yeah. man, I don't know. And he was coughing up blood after the matchup. But I don't know if I don't know if it was a hit from uh, from Big E or if it was from that, but hey, dude, that that's a big bump. But um, but yeah, Rusev ends up getting the victory via submission. I feel like this match was was pretty underrated, um, in the eyes of a lot of the internet fans. I agree. I think I think it would have played out a lot better if people bought that Big E had a chance. I think it's real clear that they're hotter on Rusev at the moment. I yeah. think that's why. Uh, it's harder to suspend your disbelief when you know the other guy doesn't have it, or you you don't give the other guy a good chance of winning. You know right. What I mean? It's like fans aren't going to get behind Zack Ryder when he goes up against it because it's like, dude, guy's got a new chance. Right. So, but all in all, very enjoyable matchup. Uh, if you you know, if you just kind of graze through that matchup, go back and rewatch it. I would suggest. So next up, we got to see Layla going up against Summer Rae with Fandango as special referee. Layla gets the win. Anything else to take away from it? Uh, uh, he had a nice ref suit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was sparkly. Bedazzled. Yeah. And they did put a lot of focus on this matchup um, throughout the night, you know, showing like, tweets. Which one is he going to go for? Yeah. Like, whatever. I don't care. I'm sorry. I kept on doing a bird joke. Bird law. Bur- uh, the reference to It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia D. Mm-hmm. So Sweet D. I keep on Sweet making D references to that. Yeah. So there you go. But uh, nothing really to take away from the matchup. Layla kisses Fandango. The end. So uh, that takes us into the... Uh, you mean Summer Rae? Didn't Summer Rae kiss him? Did she? Or she was about to, and Layla went on the attack. Thing. Okay, you're, you're right. Maybe. Yeah. I can't remember. I kind of... I watched that match, and then I tried to forget it. So uh, that takes us into the uh, WWE World Heavyweight Championship ladder match. Um this was another matchup that I that I enjoyed. It wasn't. A, I didn't think it was as good as the uh, the contract match, but it wasn't a bad match by any means. Um, These guys were less built for the big, the high spots. Though. Yeah, but uh, you know they they had the ingenuity putting the ladders together, making them teeter and totter and all that. And oh, um, can, as far as like big stupid uh, bumps, like we sort of like glazed over that um, Seth Rollins when they had the uh, oh the, my yes. god where he like. All it took was one bad bounce. If, he, <laughs> if it took the wrong hop, he would have like snapped his fucking neck. He yeah. fell down, then his head hit the well, ball. It like ladder. bounced, and he yeah. bounced off of it. And yeah. Almost, like, yeah. Very lucky that something didn't terribly go wrong. In he, he's though. he's good at making bumps look more dangerous than they actually are, but that was just actually dangerous. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think he was hoping that it would just would have just bounced, and he would have just been there. But that was not the case. It I don't think he meant. I don't think he meant for it to bounce. I think he was just yeah. supposed to hit, take the uh, the back bump on the and stay in place. But yeah. Wow. Yeah. Got, could, if it took the wrong hop, like that was that was it. <laughs> got pretty lucky on that one. But uh, but this matchup had its fair share of uh, of memorable moments as well. Uh, Orton getting busted open on the top of the head. Uh, yes. Ended up needing twelve staples put in for that. Um, you know, like I said, the the teetering of the of the ladder, the strength of Cesaro 
to be able to hang on to the championship belt dangling in midair while fighting Sheamus with yeah. the other arm. Yeah. Like, good Lord, how strong yeah, And one guys. thing that uh, Doug thought was going to happen is after Sheamus fell down, like, he thought, like, um, he was going to do the stomp onto his chest, like, fall down. And that would have been awesome. Yeah. But would've that would have been very that. dangerous, yeah. too. <laughs> That's his receipt for all those fucking uh, forearms <laughs> on the roof. <laughs> yeah. I would not be one of the recipient of that. So, um, But, yeah, I mean, not a bad matchup. For those who are complaining about this, it's the safe bet to go. Uh, I didn't have any problems with Cena winning the matchup. I forgot who. Okay, you had Kane and he had Wyatt. I picked Kane just because of, you Daniel, know, I, felt, Daniel I was Bryan's hoping Daniel situation. Bryan would be returning soon. But, it's not um, just a safe bet. It's, like, the logical bet. Yes. Yeah. You know, any, you know, you put it on Orton, no one's going to care. You put it on Wyatt, it's going to be too soon because he's going to have to drop it to whoever's going to be at, at SummerSlam. But you want to, you know, they're obviously building for SummerSlam with, you know, Battleground on the way. And they're just like, okay, we'll just, we'll get through this pay-per-view and then focus on SummerSlam. The, this is the real quick, quick, like 30 second version of it. Everyone who people wanted to win, it's too early for them to win it. Yeah. Either whether it be Cesaro, he would just... Cesaro's ready, but he would just be a transition and would hurt him in the future. Yeah. Uh, Reigns is not ready yet, guys. No. He's not. And uh, Wyatt is more ready than Reigns, but it just doesn't feel like it goes with the gimmick. Like, yeah. He seems like above wins and losses. Yeah. He, and he seems like one of those guys who doesn't need the championship. You right. know, like he, he, similar to The Undertaker. You know, I know a lot of people compare the two because of the freaky factor, but, but you know, they are very similar. Because they their character doesn't need the title, right? Whereas you know John Cena, he's the guy who craves the title. That's you know that's his meat. That's his reason for being is to be champion. Uh, um, and like and just to glaze over the rest, like n- and nobody wanted to see Orton, Del Rio, or Sheamus with it. No, everyone would have been like, blah. yeah, well, oh, that goes without saying. Yeah. But uh, everyone would have said blah off any of those four guys. The people that everyone wanted to win, it's not their time yet. It's just not. Yeah. I mean, they could have given it to them, but it would be detrimental, like almost to their future. I think. Yeah, and I then and then they would then the fans would have been pissed off because dude, my guy lost. It was only he didn't even have a good run. You know, it's like well, no one's gonna have a good run in the spot. This is a placeholder champion. Yes. Yeah. Because uh, they're trying to sell tickets, sell sell buys to get ready for Cena versus Lesnar. You know. For, so for SummerSlam, is that gonna really? I mean, the the promotional poster was released or it was leaked. Sorry. Fuck yeah, I want to see Cena versus Lesnar. They had the, Again, the best. In a while. They had the best match in all of 2012 in any wrestling promotion, as far as I'm concerned. Shit, yeah. I will happily. Yeah, I will God. happily. Extreme Rules 2012. Good I will Lord. happily see that rematch. And this, and it makes sense because you know you have the guy who conquered the streak at WrestleMania, come back and say, you know what? I beat The Undertaker at Mania, but there's one thing I didn't do. I didn't kick your ass. Cena, you beat me in Extreme Rules. I'm kicking your ass. I'm taking your title. SummerSlam, let's make it happen. I don't even give a fuck if the story was there or not. Like, if they can deliver well, you know. if they can deliver on par with their Extreme Rules match from 2012, I don't give a fuck how they get there. I don't care how they get there. <laughs> Time flies, I'm man. like, it's about to be 2015, and it's yeah. like, that was Already halfway through this fuck. year. So, uh, but yeah, I mean... It, it's logical. It makes sense. It sells money or um, sells tickets to earn money. There was something I was saying uh, during this match, or I mean, after he got the title, I was like, "That's cool, man." And they they said how many times he's been champion. It's fifteen. Yeah. And I, I threw this out there. I was like, "I wonder if they're gonna let him surpass Ric Flair 
Um, I'm going to say yes. I will say that they will because, you know, uh, in in an interview that Cena did not too long ago, they asked him, you know, hey, your career's, you know, you've had a long career. Where is it coming to an end? And he's like, oh, I've still got years to go. So yeah, I you know if if he's gonna. It's dro- also good for business too, to be honest with you. As, as Cena as, is the best bet on a lot of things. If they're yeah. not figuring out, you know, the next what guys do we need or whatever, to do? How hey, do we need it's to the best this? bet to put on Cena, and Cena will help with the new generation coming he's, up and all that stuff. So he's their cash cow. So they have to go past sixteen. Yeah, um, you know, especially if you're going to be dropping in SummerSlam, um, it's just it, it makes the most sense. Um, so yeah, I would I would say that he's going to surpass sixteen. How about you, Doug? Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he did, and I really don't give a fuck if he does or not. To be honest, I just want like good stories and good matches. Yeah. Like I don't care. Like I'm far like I'm far past the point in my fandom where I, it's like important to me that my favorite guy has the most title. Like I don't give a fuck about that shit anymore. That's all like artificial constructs. That's not what matters. It's like you want good matches and good stories. <laughs> I watched I watched the Undertaker streak get broken live. Numbers have no meaning to me anymore. <laughs> Let it be broken. I don't care anymore. That's, that's that is not that's not even the same thing as like number of tolerance. That's like a this has happened once, like kind of a thing. So yeah, I you know, I can I can see them giving Cena the title up to seventeen times. Uh and you know, despite what you think, he's earned it. He's he's the guy. He's been the guy for over for a decade. Let's just say let's call it what it is. He's been the man for a decade. Well, almost a decade. He's he's been in the business for 12 years. He really got his push at WrestleMania 21. Um so nine not over 9 years. Almost 10. So yeah. He he he'll he'll be the guy. So, uh, so that pretty much closes out Money in the Bank. All in all, I, f- I found it to be very enjoyable. I liked it. I didn't have any issues with it. Uh, you know, they had their couple of throwaway matches, but they're, you know, they had some really solid matches in there as well. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought it was real solid. Yeah. How about you, Tyler? Yeah, I really, I, I didn't, but I can't talk. I enjoyed it. So. Yeah. There were, I mean, there were a lot of people bashing on it just because of the end. Cena won. Guess what? This pay per view worst ever of all time. Shut up. So, uh, so yeah. So that's how we close that out. But uh, now it's time to dive on into Raw. This Raw was very enjoyable as well. Um, I think it was probably even. Well, I don't know. I would say better than Money in the Bank, but I can't go that far. Um, they haven't put on this good of a Raw since the Raw after WrestleMania. How about that? Um, you know, we kick things off with the authority coming out, coming out, uh, going over what happened the night before, introducing John Cena, saying, "Come on out, you're our, you're the champion. We're so happy for you." Uh, you know, 15 titles. It's the year 2015 for WWE 2K Games. Um, yeah, keep making fun of my hand movements. What no, I wasn't making. I wasn't mocking you. I was just like, I was shadowing you. Oh, Shadow, there was there was shadow no, miming. Yeah, I was like trying to. Like do it in sync with you. Yeah, I'm not. There was no. There was no walking. Okay, but uh, but the, <laughs> the authority come out, um, and uh, you know, tell him that he's gonna be on that John Cena is gonna be on the cover of WWE 2K15, and uh, Cena's like, why are you guys being so nice to me? This isn't this isn't like you guys. Uh, 
Do you yeah. know us? We backstab. We'll backstab yeah. you, motherfucker. Yeah. One thing that I, <laughs> I said that. One thing I really enjoyed about this segment was Stephanie McMahon. Just the way that she was acting, you know, whenever they played Cena's music and she's like dancing to it. She's like, my time's up. My time is now. And, you know, I don't know why, but they made a gif of that online and I watched it and it was hilarious. So we watched just, it over and over and over. Yeah. Just her dancing. Like I posted it on the, on the, on our Twitter page and I firmly believe that she would be hilarious at karaoke and she would probably have a margarita in her hand when she's singing. So that's that's just the vibe I get. Oh, okay. Like she's one of those like, hey, let's go do karaoke. Maybe. Maybe. But um but yeah, so they're basically trying to coax Cena to, you know, follow the them and do what they ask and uh, basically saying, Well, we can do it the easy way, which would be for you to do what we want, or we can do things the hard way and Cena's like, Well, I've never been one to do things the easy way, so I'll take the hard way and so that announced. So then, uh, that prompts Triple H and Stephanie to announce a fatal four-way going to be taking place at uh, the next pay-per-view, Battleground, three weeks from now already. Um, I was uh, I was alarmed when I heard this because I thought they were going to like transition to Cena Roman Reigns, and I was like, I don't know if that's where you want to go with this right now. For what? As far as well, just when they announced the tag match, it felt like they were going to use the tag match to set up some sort of miscommunication so they could like transfer. Like they can start moving towards Cena versus Reigns, hmm. which I thought was weird. And I was like, I don't know if that's the match that you want. Or yeah, I don't think that's a good matchup for Reigns. But uh, but one thing that I don't get uh, as far as the the Fatal Four Way. Did you get that? Not to cut you off, but like, did you get that impression at all? Or are you just like they needed another baby face to throw? In there? Uh, probably just another baby okay. face. I originally thought it was going to be like a two or three on one okay. kind of situation. Like it was going to be Kane and Orton and Rollins versus Cena. Um. But then they said, "Oh, it's going to be a tag match." I'm like, "Oh, all right, whatever." They're okay. they're helping him out. Um, the- yeah, but uh, as far as the fatal four way, I mean, just two weeks ago, weren't they saying, "Don't put Reigns in the championship match. He doesn't deserve it. Don't put him in there." And now Triple H is willingly putting Roman Reigns in the championship match. Well, see, that's what I thought. Like, uh, I mean, that is weird, yes, but I also like led to my suspicion about like. Him and Cena butting heads. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Yeah. I think that's a bad matchup, like, uh, for for both guys. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, I, want, I, I sort of feel like Cena's in a position, like, that, like, Roman and Cena would be, like, a fine, like, uh, Cena's an older, not an older dude, but he's a more experienced guy who can help a guy like Roman learn some things. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I want, like I don't want to see those growing pains at the top of the card in the main like main event scene. You know what I mean? Right. And it feels like Rollins is a better matchup for it. Like if they're doing this pair pair of vet with a young guy, like they seem to be doing with like Jericho and like Wyatt and stuff like that. If they're gonna pair a vet with a young guy that they're looking they're high on, like it feels like that's not the matchup to go with Rollins and Cena. Yeah. It's just I don't know. They don't, their styles don't complement each other and I don't like I don't want to see Roman Reigns growing pains in the main event. Know what I mean, right? So, um, who knows? But uh, but Cena does opt to do things the hard way, um, and that prompts the uh, the main event for the night and the main event for Battleground. Uh, uh sorry, I just, I just want to say that uh, what I said earlier that you know, Cena's the cut co- is on the cover of WWE 2K15. Mm-hmm. 
which I can't wait to. I want to get one of the next gen consoles and play it on the next gen. You go on Xbox or uh, PlayStation? PlayStation. There I mean, I, I want both, but I think first I would get PlayStation Four. That's just yeah, and which is weird because all my wrestling games are on the Xbox. I thought you had some for the, like PlayStation Two or something like that. Well, okay, <laughs> I've never had like okay, I never had a rec- uh, original Xbox. I had the PS Two. Okay. Uh, that's all my games. For PS2, they were on that. Then I got a PS3 and uh, Xbox 360, but then all... Uh, all Starting with 360 is when you could, like, put your own music on. So yes. yeah. that's why, like... Like, if they're pretty comparable, like, you could put your own entrance music for guys, which never was never satisfying because it was never, like, loud enough. Like, the, yeah. crowd, the crowd was always, like, overpowering. <sighs> yeah. Ding, 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 ding. So I just stuck with Xbox. Uh-oh, what was that? I caught that. I dropped and caught it without spilling it. Well, oh, wait, no. You got one drop on your... Oh, but. I meant, like, on the carpet. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're good. But uh, but that prompts the uh, the first matchup. Seth Rollins going up against RVD. Um, this, I thought, was a, a pretty solid matchup. And like, and like Doug mentioned, you know, they're putting the old with the young uh, to kind of bring them up, which I think is good. And I, th- I, I like the spot that RVD is in. He's sort of doing the Jericho... Esque kind of stuff, and he's still a lovable guy for the for the crowd. Um, and he I mean, that's on... really only a, that's really the only beneficial role for a guy like him, right? Like at, at this point in his career, like yeah. And he did some good spots with uh, with the Money in the Bank match as as well. So, um, but Seth Rollins ends up defeating RVD. Um, any thoughts on the matchup? I thought this was pretty good, and I liked it, but mm-hmm. I was disappointed that the, all the limb work didn't play into the finish it feels like if your story is based around limb work like it should at least like affect the finish right. i'm not saying it has to be the finish but it seems like because rvd was working on the back right well rollins worked his leg the whole fucking match yeah and he won with the uh, curb stomp which is fine but the limb work didn't even play into the curb stomp at all yeah it was like really dis. i'm using it to slow you down yeah, it just really didn't come off like that. I mean, the match was good, but I don't know. Like, I want to see that pay off. That paid off. Like, if right. you're if ninety percent of your story is I'm working your leg, then have that somehow affect your finish. Right. Whether it be like he tripped out of something and then he hit the curb stomp or mm-hmm. what, but just his leg gave out. Oh, what that prompts him to drop to a knee and then the curb stomp. Yeah, so, I mean, whatever. I mean, he needs <laughs> new ways, like. To set up for the curb stomp anyway, because that power, the buckle bomb every time is not going to cut it. Right. But that would work for so long. But uh, but yeah, so Seth Rollins ends up getting the victory, and that prompts uh, Dean Ambrose to appear on the Titantron, saying, "You know, this isn't over. I'm, you know, I'm going to stop you any chance that I get." And uh, Daniel I- and Tyler are both doing Axel Rose sways right now. <laughs> you know. Hey, don't be a lemon. But uh. <laughs> But uh, Ambrose basically saying, uh, you know, this isn't over. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop you where I can. So, oh, oh sweet child. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you think yeah. that's where he gets it from? You think he's like, I'm doing my. He, you think that he thinks he's doing Axl Rose when he's doing that? <laughs> Someone should interview him and ask him that. <laughs> but um. Yeah, who knows? But uh, next up, we got to see Rusev. For our really, really, really young listeners out there, Axel Rose is going to be called Guns N' Roses. <laughs> Guns N' Roses, check it out. Go. So, uh, 
Yeah, so Rusev and Lana come out. We're getting fuck. Hey, look, Tyler just had. A- We're getting fucking old. People may not be getting our old man references. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yep. Damn. Damn. Maybe like a fourteen-year-old kid listening right now. I was like, "Who the fuck is Axel Rude?" <laughs> <laughs> we'll look this shit up before all the plastic surgery. No. Uh, so Rusev and Lana come out, cut a promo on America, asking for their next challenger. And you know, no one can stop Rusev. Uh, who who dares step? Step up to us, and that creates the drums. The dun, I was like, do, what? Do, 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 did you predict this? Did I? Yeah, did you like see this coming? Uh, no. I I was. Me and Seth, I hate to, to break the kayfabe and kill the illusion, but me and Seth Rickson had a chat about how this was inevitably going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, no. He called it, and I was like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And then y'all proceeded to talk about Kali yeah, for three we, hours on end. <laughs> then we circle jerked about Kali. Yeah, so. there you go. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, Swagger answering the call. Um, you know, Zeb Coulter coming out saying, you know, shut the hell up, Lana. Stop talking bad about our country. We just want to look um, at your legs. Yeah. Let me tell you something about the freedom of speech. You know, you can say what you want whenever you want. That means I can say whatever I want. I was like, I can't come over to... Uh, Russia, or I can't go over there and say what I want or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think? You can come over here and say what you want. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So, Coulter coming out asking the fans to please rise, which everyone rose. Everyone did. That was time, like that was really cool. Place their hands over their heart and in a loud and clear voice say along, "We the people." Like you know, it was weird. I felt like a lot of people were gonna leave that when Cesaro. Mm-hmm. Got away from it, but you know it's some catchy. People st- some people still stayed around for it. I think yeah. a lot of people did, but like this seemed like the whole fucking arena. Uh, just Ooh. about everyone in the in the arena shouted it out, and it was booming. And I don't normally get chills too often while while I'm watching wrestling, and that was one of those moments where I'm like, oh, that was awesome. So, uh, are you gonna buy that shirt? No, no, nah, Doug. What? The Jack Swagger shirt, the hand. With the hand on the heart. No, I can't get down with that. <laughs> so, uh. We people. But yeah, so, uh, so Jack Swagger. I mean, I can, know. but I can't. Like, I don't, I, I, these, these things are difficult for me. Like, uh, <laughs> they, they twist me, you know. Don't tread on me, bro. Yeah. So, uh, so Swagger answering the call, you know, staring down Rusev, Lana trying to keep Rusev back, but Rusev decides to attack and, uh, Swagger hits him with a couple hip tosses, and Rusev goes out of the ring, and looks like a face turn for Swagger. And uh, or I, it may just be, hey, guess what? I mean, yeah, we're just gonna go against you, and then after this feud, we're we're just answering feels, the call. How's it a face turn? Though? Um, just you know, it's the oldest, one of the oldest tricks in wrestling. You know, have someone be against the country, and have someone come and stand up for for the country. Well, I know, so, like I, I mean, I, I, I. I actually know how they yeah. they're saying it's a Wrestling face turn 101. but it's not in actuality a face turn like that like i don't want to take away from it was effective mm-hmm. so i don't want to take that away from don't them don't you take this away from me i'm not it was effective it was a great moment but i didn't like on. it i mean i didn't <laughs> like it like i can't i can't now cheer for jack swagger just because he's gonna face rusev i mean like i can't I can't. Like he didn't. Let's sh- go swag. I don't really cheer for he him. Didn't, like he I didn't. get behind the at times. I'm like I'll say the we the people because I like doing it. 
but it it kind of put like that sounds weird. Kind of put a smile on my face a little bit for just to see this segment. Yeah. Well, sure. I mean, it's fun to say, "Oh, look, that was effective," and like, "Oh, it's cool that they're they're." I'm speaking strictly from a character standpoint, like a kayfabe character standpoint. Like, uh, I I actually think Swagger is like underutilized, so it's good to see him get some focus or get some play. But like from a strictly character standpoint, I don't like this, and I can't like in turn say like I'm gonna cheer for this guy. Like mm-hmm. I mean like he didn't repent or grow or change as a person. He just like he's still the same guy who was like, hey, <laughs> fuck all these Latino guys. He's still like, the same Get guy out of our country. <laughs> he, he's still the same guy who was like, fuck this flamboyant feminine uh, rock star guy from the UK. He's still he's still homophobic and racist. <laughs> yeah. He just fa- and uh, he was like, oh. This big Caucasian, uh, masculine Caucasian dude says our way is right, so we'll let him be on the team. But uh, <laughs> this other guy says not. So basically, he is the Rusev of America. They're they're mirror <laughs> images. They're both like yeah, I see that. There's neither one of these guys are good guys. They're just two bad guys in a dick swinging contest. <laughs> <laughs> What's with all these swinging dicks? <laughs> they're neither one of the like from a like I think Rusev has a lot of promise and potential, and I think Swagger's underutilized. So from like. I can appreciate that they're trying to do this with these guys, and uh, I will admit that there's no good way to get Swagger into a legit babyface role, but that's not my problem as a fan. Like, that's right. your problem as as It's the, Coulter's job right. to tell the story because it's, Swagger's it's, not the best on the mic. Yeah, well, it's the WWE's job in general. It's not my job to jump through logic hoops to get mm-hmm. you where you need to be. So, like, I can't say, I can't cheer. This man is not, like... And I'm sure, like my personal politics play into this, but but I'm I'm a fan like anybody else, so it counts. Like, but I, when I look at this, I'm not like, hey, Swagger's the good guy, or hey, Rusev's the good guy. I'm like, oh, hey, these two guys are dickheads. Fuck both of them. Like, I don't like either one of these guys. I can't cheer for any of them. I mean, like, I I know that effectively, as far as their concern, they're concerned, they turn Swagger babyface. Right. But in my mind, he's not a babyface, and he's not someone I could cheer for because he's still the he's same. He's just sh- a representative of the country that Raw happened to take place in. Yeah, he was just the guy who said Rusev was doing the same, not the exact same thing, Rusev but crush. but they were ba- they were in a patriotic dick swinging contest with each other. They were like, I like that. Yeah, it was Mer. the. It was USA's cock versus Russia's cock, and they were, and they were both swinging it like Rusev and Big E for that <laughs> with, with those flags, unnatural, <laughs> like they never touched a flag in their life. But yeah, like he's not a good guy, and neither is Rusev. Fuck both of those guys. <laughs> I mean, fr- strictly from a character standpoint, I can appreciate the guys as wrestlers, but Hashtag you know what I mean, right? Dick swinging contest. I mean, you can you no, understand my separation of like as a yeah, character, I can't you know, but I can yeah. appreciate that they're trying something. Yeah, I and do. I can even acknowledge that there, well, there was no good way to get him from racist homophobe to uh, <laughs> to uh, all American yeah, patriot. Uh, right, there was no good way to get there, but that's not my fault. That's not my fault. It's your fault. That's the story you told. You get the you jump through the logic hoops to get there. It's not. Right. It's not on me. It'll happen, but the crowd will solidly. We'll oh, see what happens. You why don't you get out of our country, Lana? If that's your real name, this is America. So uh, those so, yeah. legs though. Those legs, that's right. So uh, next up, we got to see the Wyatt family going up against uh, the Usos and Sheamus. I felt like this was a good match. You know, so crazy. Another good match. No, stop it. Don't Sorry, encourage like it. Don't encourage it. Don't like it. No! So uh, what did you think about the matchup? I didn't see this part. Didn't see it. All right, Doug, how about you? What are we talking about? Wyatt's uh, versus Uso and Sheamus. Uh, that's fine. Yeah. I don't uh, I don't. I don't know that I have anything to, to, to make about it. Yeah. 
Okay. I don't know. I feel like I blew my wad on the swagger thing. <laughs> <laughs> now you're in recover mode. You're yeah. like, oh, okay, give me give Dick me a minute. Contest. I'll come back. Do we do you need to look up another celebrity or something? Like who else did you have a crush on back then? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. See, I can't I, just, I remember the, just watching the Cosby show as a kid like a mm. lot, but I don't remember like okay, also at this time this was also on and stuff like that. Wild and Crazy Kids, you remember that show? I do, but I don't remember anything. I mean, yeah. I remember the show, like, yeah. I can see the, the logo. And what stuff. Wild and Crazy Kids. Yeah. Come on, kids who are listening right now. Learn your history, TV and stuff. Salute so, my shorts. Salute your shorts. Yes. Hey, dude, they had a reunion not too long ago. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> hey, so, dude. Yeah. So uh, the Wyatt family end up getting the victory on that one. We're just going through history, though. Talking about the life of Tyler A. Bear as he grows one day older, one year older on the same day, so... Okay. All right. I have a kid that I work with. <laughs> Try to say I'm old, okay? I'm 26 <laughs> and he's 18. I was looking at him like, what the you fuck? should have throat punched him. Just. It's like, if you think 26 is old, you're fucking ignorant. Yeah. I would eat some newborn babies to be 26 again. <laughs> that is awful. <laughs> that I'm is kidding. A... I'm not going to eat any babies. <laughs> New diet? <laughs> at least not newborn, right? <laughs> at least let the parents nurse them for a while. I'm not gonna. I don't get big. I will suck the soul out of some babies. Damn. Uh, uh, <laughs> soul sucking. Sung style. <laughs> God, this just this show just took a Babyality. dark turn. So, Babyality. <laughs> Babyality. There it is. So right after that, Bo Dallas asked for a minute of silence <laughs> for Daniel Bryan and Wade Barrett, who can't compete. So uh, that was more than a minute. I counted. Did you? You got your time? I'm Stop just, watching. I don't know. Okay. I'm, I'm really enjoying him. That All weird. you have to do is believe. But they, <laughs> and they showed the package of like from the pay-per-view of yeah. Daniel Bryan calling him a boner. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> boner. It's, it was a recap. Did it you was, just want to say boner? I just want to say boner. It's your birthday. You can say it. Say it as much <laughs> as you hey, want. Get it out of your system. Say it. This is your birthday. Boner, boner, bo boner. <laughs> Like I sign off and like, and this is Boner. And I don't know. Just hey, if you want to. No, that's a weird nickname. I can't believe that guy in growing pains Tyler. named Boner. Would you rather have? Okay, would you rather be called Boner or Cockroach as a nickname? If you had to have one of the two. <laughs> don't fucking know. Uh, boner, just to get the ladies asking why. <laughs> yeah, I go Boner. Yeah. All right. How about you? What would one name be? Would you be Boner or Cockroach? I don't know. I think I'd get cockroach. Because yeah. <laughs> I think that would scare away the ladies. Whereas Boner might be a little enticing to them. Yeah, but... You'd be like, hey, want to find out why I'm called Boner? But Boner could be like, gets Boner at weird times guy. Or like... <laughs> the wind. Uh, yeah, they're calling Boner. He's just popping Boners all over the place. I don't even know. We're in the shower. And he's like standing behind me. And I'm like, oh, is that a Boner? And he's like, yeah. Like, I think co cockroach could kind of be like... They don't fuck with that guy. His name is Cockroach. You know cockroach. what I mean? Like, Why do they call him Cockroach? Because you can't kill him. I can envision a scenario where you could you could get made more fun of for being called Boner than Cockroach. <laughs> I I'm st I think Cockroach is a solid pick. I'm sticking with Cockroach. Hey, weigh in on the Facebook page. Let us know <laughs> if you had to if you had to pick between Boner or Cockroach. And don't fucking weigh in just to say you wouldn't do either. No one gives a fuck. Yeah, if you're you not, have to weigh in. If you're not gonna say, pick one, yeah, then don't fucking bother. Yeah. Pick what one. if they went with the Cockroach Boner? No. no, dude, you gotta pick one or the other. You have to pick one or or the other. Yes. So comment in the comment section wherever you may be listening. Cockroach or boner? 
God, and, and I'd, li I'd like to know why too. If you're gonna go through the trouble, tell us why you would prefer one or the other. <laughs> we're, enga we're engaging the listeners, no, motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. We're engaging them. I know, just like last week when it was cocks and mustaches. Yeah. Well, it's we sort of like cock. I mean, cock roach boner. and boner. Yeah. Yeah. Just let us know. Just yeah. Just let us know. Whatever. Back to raw. So back to raw. We have the uh, the Funkadactyls going up against Nikki Bella in a uh, two on one handicap match. Um, Cameron starts it off. She can't get any offense. Nikki's just dominating. So, uh, Naomi, Naomi tags herself in and, uh, ends up cleaning house, defeats Nikki Bella in but like a But you think it's weird, though? It's like, okay, Cameron was doing, you know, have the pouty face and all that stuff and was happy when, uh, Naomi lost, but she was mm -hmm. comfort comforting her after the match. Yes. But now it's just like. She's being fake and phony. But now it's like I guess she can't contain it and like yes, you know. But she can still rub booties as they're going up, you know, staying and doing their. Well, that's something that sh they should always do. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. You like when their booties touch? You're like, ooh yeah. And then they got like in each other's face, and they're like their chest to chest. It looked like their lips touched a couple times. No, their boobs touched. Boobs were touching, that's for sure. Boobs to boobs. Boobs to boobs. Lips Boner. to lips. Yeah. Boner. Cockroach. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, I mean the match ended very short, uh, very quickly. Um, Funkadactyls end up getting the victory, but Cameron and Naomi button heads, facing hitting each other. That's what you did there. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. They clash. How about that? They were clashing. Yeah, I guess with one they're gonna another. take it the next step where I don't know if they're gonna like oh they're gonna have a match or like they'll have some promo or something. Yeah. All right, let's air this out. So, I don't know. Doug, what do you think? Troy and I've been in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Yep. <laughs> where the fuck did that come from? I know it's from Community, but where'd you... I don't know, I just... Which has been renewed on uh, Yahoo. Yahoo. Yahoo, yes. So what do you think about the uh, the Funkadactyl story? <laughs> what do you think about forward? the renewing of Community? <laughs> Sorry. I'm obsessed with Dan Harmon, so I'm all for it. Uh, Cameron Naomi. Funkadactyl's clashing. Oh, I think it's a real bummer because they seemed like the only people who were really friends. Like when they paired up girls in the past, it seemed like they were just like here, you and you. Yeah, or even like with the AJ Tamina thing, it was just like a business relationship. Like Funkadactyl seemed like friends, and the fact that they were seemed like genuine friends on. Uh, I mean, just because they in character broke up doesn't mean they're not genuine friends. I'm just saying. It further sold it for me seeing them on Total Divas as yeah. genuine friends. And, and it's sort of a bummer to see them yeah, like part of Naomi would tell Cameron if she's acting stupid. She'll tell Yeah, her Naomi's up. like, seems like a good chick, and she was always like the cool, level headed, normal person on Total Divas. So yeah. yeah. I don't know. It seemed like they were legit friends, and it carried over to the show, and I, I'm, a, I'm bummed to see them break up. So, what side would you be on if they if they are to split? Would you Naomi. Naomi. Naomi? Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Yes, I mean, like Cameron's got got all the good catchphrases, but Naomi's like the the good level headed one. But if you if you side with Naomi, then you're saying goodbye to Vinny. Oh God! <laughs> Quit playing games with my heart, Daniel. <laughs> with your heart, damn. Heart. <laughs> you should have known from, from the, the start. start. <laughs> This is a good episode. So, so with that being in in mind, where are you gonna go, Tyler? Level headed or Vinny? Oh my gosh! 
Bomb.com. Gotta go with Vinny. Girl by? Vinny. Vinny. Fuck! Your team team Vinny? Team Vinny. Yeah. yeah. So Vinny's thicker. Cameron? Vinny's thicker than water, so we gotta go with Vinny. Okay. Yeah, he's gonna do a spin-off show, so Yeah. yeah he'll get it. We own. wish. So uh okay. So back to Raw after that. We get a uh a you know, injury report on Wade Barrett. Uh he's gonna be out for quote months because of a shoulder injury that's gonna require surgery. So really bad timing for him. Uh he's finally getting his grounds and uh and elevating himself, getting over with the crowd. Like um, Daniel Bryan, just like Daniel Bryan, and now he's out. His championship has been stripped, and uh, I think they said they're going to do a, a a battle royal to uh, determine the yeah, next. Okay, at the pay per view. Oh, okay, so yeah, so battle royal to determine the next Intercontinental Champion. Cesaro's so in, and who else was been named? There was someone else. Uh, yeah, one other person for sure. I don't know. I don't recall. I don't either. Ambrose. <laughs> We'll find out, but um, but yeah, so tough break for Barrett. Um, Thinking about that, yeah. But uh, next up, we got to see uh, Kofi Kingston going up against Cesaro, um, and we didn't get to see all of this matchup. We especially didn't get to see the end, at least unless you have the uh, the WWE app and decide to remember to watch the app during Raw. Uh, we'll come back from commercial, and the match is over. Kofi Kingston ends up getting the victory with a roll-up, and Cesaro was none too happy. He went on this rampage. Um, but before they went to commercial, I'd, I would like to, to add the thing where uh, uh, or there was one little thing that he did where he got Kofi ready to do the uh, Cesaro swing, playing to the crowd, come on, and then he throws the legs down, and it's like, ah, screw y'all. So going full-blown heel on this one, not even playing to the crowd anymore. Uh, Paul Heyman seemed to enjoy that, but uh, but after the matchup, Cesaro went on the attack, went completely berserk, threw him all over the place, dra- uh, was dragging him back to the ring, um, and just laid waste to uh, to Kofi Kingston. So, what do you think about the matchup and in, uh, in the aftermath? I think it's hard to call the match, but uh, yeah, as far as I mean, knee jerk reaction, I was real bummed. I was like, I really don't want Cesaro to get sucked into a feud with Kofi it mm-hmm. feels like a death knell for him I mean honestly not really but I mean if but it feels like it feels like you know a bad a negative step for Cesaro to get to get stuck in a feud with Kofi yeah uh I mean personal feelings for Kofi aside it just seems the guy has no momentum and uh it seems like uh like there's no there's no winner in that feud so to speak yeah but uh, I mean if anyone's gonna get good matches out of him it's gonna be Cesaro Cesar can have good matches with anybody, and uh, hopefully, I don't know, hopefully he doesn't get drugged down by this feud. Mm-hmm. But what I really liked about it was that it showed a new side of Cesaro, so to speak. Uh, you know, he was very aggressive after the matchup, uh, and so... He's been aggressive. He's been pretty aggressive. Well, this was, you know, for me it felt like... I mean, okay, it's cool to see him throwing him around a lot, but... Yeah. yeah. Like, for, cool. for me, it was the, okay, we're dropping the fun in games, we're not doing the Cesaro swing... You know, I'm not playing to the crowd anymore. I'm just going to go out and just beat the ever-loving hell out of you. Uh, and that's... feels like that's always his M.O., though. He doesn't seem like a, a jokester. I don't know. There was, there was a few times when he was a Royal Americans that he seemed like the... Comical. Quit. He can he can do it. He can do it, but... but, uh, but he seemed to have dropped that sense of though. Yeah, but this, this looked like he took it to a new type of aggression, um, at least for me. 
And uh, I think that's something that he needs to do more often in the coming weeks if he's going to start to step up to that main event title uh, picture to, you know, have him be a poseable threat. Because, you know, because they elevate people and it's not believable. It's like, okay, he just happened to be the right place at the right time. You know, if you're going to build up Cesaro, have him be like, he is mowing down the mid card. And so when he gets to that next level, like, holy crap, something's going to happen. Yeah, I just, I'm just really afraid this is a dead end for him. I, I don't, he, I don't, he's, I don't, he's so talented that I don't think he could really be held down, but it just like, you know. I'm just fearful of it. I don't see it going too far. Um, I would say maybe they have one more match and that'd be it. And uh, Cesaro just gets the dominant victory or wins. Kofi wins by disqualification because you know Cesaro just won't let up and just beating the hell out of him. I could see him doing a pay per view match. Yeah, I think that's if where they're going. That's where it'll end. It's not gonna. It's not gonna last too long. And you know, Battleground's only three weeks away. So yeah, I surely hope not. I mean, I don't know. this was a. This raw felt to me like. Uh, well, I'll talk about that when we get there. I guess where what's next? Are we is there something after that? Is Miz next? Okay, this is a good. No, time. no, 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 not next. But uh, next up, we uh, we get. How can I fucking forget? Oh my god! <laughs> I wish I could forget. So uh, no, next up, Vince good. McMahon's music. I'm cuts. not gonna lie, I popped. I was like fucking Colin. <laughs> <laughs> so Vince McMahon's music. I did like. And I like. Damien or Vince had a decent Vince. Yeah. I did like he did that. have a nice Vince. He had a decent Vince. Yeah. You're fired. So, not too bad. And Kali came out. I was like, yeah. Well, I Stephanie like, was Stephanie. pretty pissed off, and yeah. so she sent out Kali. So Kali's doing Stephanie's dirty yeah. work now. Yeah. So congratulations, like Kali, because they said uh, the guy who's gonna who might be the inner. Kali's the other guy in the IC oh, Battle Royal. God. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because because he was saying something about the t- or. I want to say Kali is the other guy. It was Cesaro and Kali they put in the You say Kali was saying something about the title? Don't be stupid. Don't be foolish. Come on. I believe Kali. that they, they mentioned, because he was saying something about how he wanted to be in the Battle Royal, and they're like, I think she was like, oh, well, you're going to have to go through a possible uh, contender for the belt or whatever, and then Kali came out. Punjabi mm-hmm. Playboy style. I like that he, he just went with a chop to the head, too. like the, <sighs> One hit. One hit KO. Loved it. KO. I popped. Me too. Me too. And I know <laughs> Seth Rickson did. I popped for Kali like people popped for Jericho. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, uh, yeah. Like so, Kali like ends up defeating Vince McMahondow. Uh, very short matchup. Next up, we got to see the return of a former WWE champion and uh Multimedia crossover star, and it was the Miz. No one. I really cared. thought it was gonna be Jericho at first. I know he was a surprise, but I thought that was him. Yeah, no one cared that it was the Miz. They he really should have. I guess he couldn't because he was on the set of a movie. But I really felt like it was a disservice to him to not come back with like drastically changing his look. Yeah, I thought he needed like a total new look because, I mean, I guess that's sort of hard to play off of. But I feel like he's. He's been so di- so difficult to buy with mm-hmm. uh, what he's been doing that I felt like you would be more inviting to buy into him if he came back looking different, like grew his hair out long or like got new, like you know, stop dressing so fucking preppy. Or I mean, <laughs> I mean, just like come back looking different so that it's enough offsetting for you that you would be like willing to buy into a new side yeah. to him. 
But he just came back so much. He just came back in the same old fucking like uh, hard ass shit. New theme. He's new theme. Yeah. So no one really cared. And then uh, and then uh, you know lights go out. Pyro goes off. uh, Jericho's music hits, and he's got his sparkly jacket, his light up jacket, uh, coming back and um, delivers. Well, you know there was a few words exchanged. Uh, between uh, Miz and Jericho. I know that you posted on Facebook, uh, Doug, about like you. It's a better role for him than on a shitty podcast. I've never listened to his podcast, so. Yeah, I really don't like it. I listen to. This I realize I don't have any room to speak. <laughs> but look, here, here's the difference between my shitty podcast and Chris Jericho's shitty podcast. Uh, Chris Jericho makes money in his shitty podcast. Uh, Chris Jericho is a famous person who has a shitty podcast. Uh, he has Chris, a lot more famous stars on it. Uh, Chris Jericho has connections. Uh, Chris Jericho makes money. Uh, He's famous. He's allegedly like talented. I'm not. I don't <laughs> He's a talented wrestler. I just don't care about the rest of the shit that he does. But so, uh, yeah. So he has way less of a right to have a shitty podcast than I do. So uh, that's, uh, you know, that's my stance on it. I listened to the start of one of them. It's bad. It's like. He's lame. He's it lame. Was the one with Paul Heyman and Edge on there. And he starts off, and he's like, dun, 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 dun. Like, he's, yeah. he's like doing his own theme music What's or something. I'm like, oh my god! So I skipped ahead. I skipped. And past plus, all podcast that. one, like, not to uh, their whole podcast one network is so incestuous. All those guys do each other's shows. It's like yeah. listening to the same fucking show every time. Mm-hmm. I mean, Austin can get away with it because he was the first, and I I find Austin still entertaining because he's just so fucking weird that like <laughs> that's him like living his day to day life, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, like, I got the Spanish fly on here. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I look. I don't. Well, I, you son of a bitch. I don't dislike Jericho. I like him as a wrestler. He's. A, he's. A, I just. You know. His podcast sucks. And his band sucks. <laughs> nah, get off my dick about my shitty podcast because I just laid out for you why he has no right to have a shitty one, and I have all the right in the world to have a shitty one. There you go. All up on his dick, man. Come on. All up on his dick. All up on his dick. No. Okay. So, uh, so Jericho, uh, you know, says, oh, man, it's been a long time since I got to say this. Welcome to Raw is. And then the Wyatt family, yeah, the Wyatt family appears. Did and you ever watch? Lays the beat down uh, on Where did I see that? Oh, yeah, WWE.com when they showed, like, uh, certain stars having feuds or whatever. Mm. I didn't know there was Bray Wyatt versus Jericho feud. That was NXT. Yeah, I didn't know about it, but I heard about it uh, earlier today. Uh, that they had a feud over on NXT. So, I mean, that's pretty cool. So, you know, it's good that he wants to work with Wyatt and, you know, be a big I wonder how for... this storyline's going to play off. I mean, I, I, they're going to probably, like, say something that doesn't make sense or, like, just to be cryptic, to be cryptic or mm-hmm. something like that. And, like, okay, we'll go with it. I don't know. Save us. How can you save us when you can't save yourself? So, All the buzzards. All the buzzards. Yep. So, uh, so, yeah, Jericho gets beat down by the Wyatt family. So uh, then that leads to que- to the question, what the fuck they going to do with the Miz? <laughs> I like how his re-debut is at the expense of like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, setting up Jericho. Have you come back, you're going to get a code breaker, and that's going to be it. <laughs> you're coming back, immediately no one gives a fuck, because <laughs> Jericho's coming right out the field with the Wyatts. <laughs> I mean, I'm intrigued by Jericho and Wyatts, but I'm, ca- I'm cautiously intrigued. Like, I'm yeah. not ready... I'm not like creaming my panties like everybody else on the other day. I'm like, this is a surefire this awesome I, thing. Like you everyone know? creamed their panties for people, punk. People and were saying Jericho. this is awesome, and they weren't doing anything but fucking looking at each other in the ring. You know, 
I'm like, uh, why don't you let something happen before you declare it well, fucking it like awesome? Same thing like Punk and Jericho. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, to me, Punk and Jericho is like super disappointing. I thought they had a yeah. lot better in them. They had a lot, had places to go, and yet they didn't go anywhere. What was the other? What's the other program that he worked since he's been back? Was it Ziggler that he did? Yeah, Ziggler. That, that was the one he left on. Whatever. Ziggler. See, Ziggler and Punk were like wholly disappointing for me. Mm. Uh, I mean, Ziggler, not Ziggler Punk, but. Ziggler Jericho and Punk Jericho. and Jericho Ziggler were uh, yeah. uh, disappointing. But but speaking of Ziggler and disappointments, we've got to see Ziggler versus Fandango, who also feuded with uh, Jericho, that whole uh, WrestleMania right, matchup. Right. So, uh, so Ziggler versus Fandango, and uh, Summer Rae comes out right in the middle of the matchup, kisses Ziggler, and then Ziggler kisses now Summer Rae. And- been brought into the... Yeah, the feud between so now it's, like now it it's was like love Summeray and love rectangle and, and Layla. Yeah, Dude, they were fucking getting down like Ziggler. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Ziggler. I heard that Ziggler's a freak. Dude, Ziggler was like they were fucking going at it. They were going at it so they were like tonguing each other so deep the fucking camera cut away. They're like we can't even <laughs> show that. I'm serious. They panned off of them because they were fucking going at it. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder if they practice backstage. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, they're gonna get this down. They're getting good. Let's do this. I mean, they're yeah, like they, they 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 seem like they were. Throat. Yeah, they. I mean, they were kissing like they were gonna fuck. Like when Fandango and Layla <laughs> like kiss, you know, drunk and gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, when Fandango and Layla kiss, you know, it seems like oh, we're having a kiss for the we're camera. A like I thought they were fucking about to get it on. That's <laughs> yeah. how into it they were. Okay, so uh, so yeah, so Ziggler ends up getting the victory. Very like short said, matchup. Great episode. Yeah, great episode. Uh, get to see uh, Stardust and Goldust defeat Ryback's again. Short matchup. Nothing really Man. to take away from it. Um, my next, dad was, up, my dad, oh, my dad, like was watching. He's like, "Who's this guy?" I was like, "That's his brother." He, he's like, "Goldust has a brother?" I was like, "Yes, that's Cody Rhodes." Oh, yeah. What happened to uh, Dust? Uh, Dust, what's his dad? Is he dead? I was like, no, Dusty Rhodes is alive. What? <laughs> Don't you put that on, Big Dust. Did you guys like, Did you guys feel like this episode or all was like um, like they were hoping to have good news with Daniel Bryan at the pay-per-view? Yeah. And they did it, and they were like, oh, fuck, all hands on deck for <laughs> Raw, you know? We got to have something good, guys. Come on. Oh um, fuck! He's out. Everyone, you're coming back. We got it. We got it. They like shown up the bat signal, and everyone had to come <laughs> back to work. You know? I'm surprised they didn't like. Okay, if Daniel Bryan's out, let's uh, let's pull out the old. Tri- I'm surprised they haven't debuted Sting or whatever they're gonna do with the hell. With I think they're still in negotiations with him right now. Oh, he's so done stuff not, for the network. It's so. not yeah. official. Mm. I mean, he's. I, I don't think he would have been on the network unless he signed some sort of deal. So he's. Yeah. Uh, I think he's with them in some capacity. But yeah. uh, legends contract is he gonna work or not? I mean, who fucking knows? Probably not. So um, next up, we got to see Paige come out to address the fans slash universe, uh, saying, you know, there's a lot of people out here saying that I don't belong, but I think I proved last night that I deserve to be here, and that prompted the return of AJ, AJ Lee, back from her honeymoon, looking tan as hell. Uh, especially compared to Paige, she's uh, always been tan. Well, okay. Well, I, I think guess she's I just haven't dark, seen her in a while. I think she's. Uh, I think is, she's more dark. I think she's naturally dark complected. Anyway, Paige is the shameless yeah. of the girl wrestlers. She is. Uh, so AJ returns, goes to congratulate her, and Paige sort of uh, is a little standoffish towards her, saying, "You know what? It, what do you think you're doing? Like, look like she was going to turn a heel." Yeah, she's like, "This Bitch, is exactly please. what I did to you. I'm not an idiot." You're not going to goad me into some championship match. I'm not going to put my title on the line. She was like, uh, she was like, 
doing the hokey pokey. She was like, uh, I'm a hill. I'm a hill. Fuck it. I'm a fighting champion. I'll do it. You know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> she put her left foot in, but then she put her left foot out. And that's what it's all about. Right. That was a weekend. <laughs> that's a weekend now. <laughs> but uh yeah so uh so aj is like well why don't we let the fans decide do y'all want to see a divas championship match right now yay and so uh so we got a match up and the ref just happened to come in from the announcer booth area so you know it's a good thing he was Where'd there and prepared yeah so um impromptu matchup i guess i don't know um i saw i saw one tweet a couple weeks ago um from uh from our friends over at top rope tuesday they were talking about, uh, you know, I, man, I bet the the production guy who's got his script as to the planned matches is like, screw this, and just throws the script up in the air because they have all these impromptu matches. Like, this isn't going according to plan at all. So uh, he's like, why, why do I even bother being here? But I chuckled. Um, so anyways, we get an impromptu matchup, AJ going up against Paige. Uh, and Paige doing being very aggressive and taunting AJ the same way that AJ taunted her on her debut, and that prompted a roll-up for the win. AJ is your new Divas champion. That's weird. That's pretty... Uh, okay, how long has AJ been out? Uh, Since the night after WrestleMania. So, April. April 8th, we'll say. Okay. I was about to say... I was like, that seems sporting, pretty quick from... Sporting some bling! Um... Turn or whatever, if he called a turn, I don't know mm-hmm. what the fuck's gonna happen. Three months, something like that. So, Doug, what do you think about this? Oh, I mean, there's not much. The match was short. There's not yeah. a lot to think about it. She got as much offense into that short match as she has her entitled title reign. Mm-hmm. Um, Paige, a transitional champion. I mean, I don't know. I, said, I pretty much said what I thought about it as far as the the weird like uh, Paige is like, I'm kind of a hill. I'm kind of a hill. Fuck it. I'm a, gonna fight. I'm a fighting mm-hmm. champ, and it was weird. Fighting know. champion. So there you go. So that takes us into the uh, the main event. John Cena and Roman Reigns going up against Kane and Randy Orton. And uh, Triple, H and Triple H was ringside for this. Um, I didn't get to see all of this matchup. But, uh, Me either. I saw like the end part where yeah. like, Rollins comes out. Yeah. Did y'all leave for tacos before, before Raw? Taco Monday. <laughs> no, but uh, Doug, what do you think about this matchup? It ends up in being a disqualification after Kane is throwing Cena into the stairs and all that, and so the ref calls for the bell. It was fine. I mean, yeah. it's it wasn't anything to, to write home about. But it was just something to get to the end of the show and then, hey, let's focus on this. Right. You know, the and stuff then, after the match. Right. And that's when uh, Kane uh, beats down... Uh, Cena and Reigns and Orton fight up the ramp and backstage. Um, Out comes Rollins with the gates. Yeah, Rollins comes down looking to cash in, and uh, Ambrose d- decides to attack Rollins, chases him out through the crowd, and then uh, you know that's then Roman Reigns comes back to take out uh, Kane and stares down um, Triple H. So. That's pretty much how they close out Raw. So uh, I like the idea of like um, Amber, um, Ambrose being the constant thorn in uh, Rollins' side. Yeah. And so and not only is that add some excitement to the cash-ins, but uh, it's a built-in feud for when Rollins inevitably like gets the title, then he's, you know, at least that's at least going to be you know your your feud right there or a feud right there built mm-hmm. in because of all the. Uh, you think Rollins will eventually try and cash in, and Ambrose will like interfere in the match, costing him the the championship? 
No, I think it's going to go like this for a while, uh, where Ambrose just costs him before costs him the opportunity before mm-hmm. he can uh, get it set up and make it official. I think Rollins will officially, I mean, will eventually successfully cash in, and then they have the built-in feud with him and Ambrose over the title. Yeah. I bet. I thought he was going to go for it and win. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I would have, uh, under normal circumstances, I would have bit, but uh, he, like, says, like, uh, at the top of the show, Am- Ambrose says on the things, like, every time you fucking try to cash in, I'm going to be there. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm going to be there to run it for you. So I have to be on the lookout Do for you guys that. find it so weird that, like, I mean, I get that their group broke up, and so maybe they don't trust anybody anymore, but it's like Ambrose and Reigns don't even acknowledge each other. They were, yeah, like, yeah. in the weird. same vicinity. They're, like, can't be like, yeah, what's up, bro? You know, like, hey, Cena, tell Ambrose to pass me the gravy. Yeah, it's like they're like they like cut they severed <laughs> fucking the ties. It's very awkward. Tell that motherfucker I said this. <laughs> I get I believe get, in the shield. I mean, I get being worried that you can't trust anybody now, but they like act like it never happened. Yeah. I mean, they both mad at Rollins, but they act like they were never friends either. Yeah. Know? Well, there's times where they they argued or whatever. Yeah, but, but they but they stuck it out. But they, they never they never gave them a send off. Right. Like it was just. One week we are together, we are united. Screw Rollins, we're gonna you know take down the authority. The next week, oh, we have separate entrances. Now. <laughs> the next the next week, uh, Reigns is in the the main event picture, and, and uh, Ambrose is Gene Ambrose. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. So uh, Reigns and Triple H have a stare down to close out the show. So that's probably gonna inevitably lead to I Roman Reigns. I just want like a fist bump, like as hey, they're walking man. to the back, like you know. Believe in the. How you doing, bro? One more time. See you later. Uh, miss you. Yeah. Miss, miss you, buddy. Bro. Miss you. <laughs> you coming over tonight for spaghetti? <laughs> <laughs> I'm making garlic toast. It's gonna be delicious. So, uh, so yeah. So all in all, really good show for Raw. I enjoyed it. I thought it was one of the better uh, Raws they've had. I thought it was okay. Uh, I mean, uh, I wasn't crazy about it like everyone else. It just yeah. felt like, uh, hey, uh, Brian's gonna be out, so everyone needs to come back now. Got to step up our game. We need star power. Go, 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 go. Or Stardust. Stardust. Ziggy Stardust. You're listening to a special interview segment for the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. Okay, folks, our guest this week will be appearing at CWF Coastal Mania 6 and Clutch City Productions Super Show 2 on Saturday, July 12th at 1 p.m. out of the Galveston Island Convention Center located at 5600 Seawall Boulevard. You can get your tickets by going to ClutchCityProductions.com. He is recognized as the first black world heavyweight champion in professional wrestling history. He was Farouk in the Nation of Domination, one half of the popular duo, the APA, WWE Hall of Famer, Mr. Ron Simmons. Ron, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much, man. We Brad, certainly appreciate you. We appreciate you coming on. I know uh, you know, your time is limited and uh, you know, you don't don't really do too many interviews, so but we certainly appreciate you coming on to the show. Um you getting excited to head out to uh to Coastal Mania and the Clutch City Productions Super Show? Oh, absolutely. You know, I'm really I'm looking forward to that. But I tell you, I'm really looking forward to coming back uh uh, in the state of Texas, and particularly to Galveston. As you know, I come there many times during, throughout my career, man, and as a matter of fact, I was a native of Texas for about four years in Dallas, so I consider myself to be a, a resident of Texas somewhat. So I'm really looking forward to it. You know, this is going to be something that I, I, you know, will treasure for a while because i in the retirement now, and I didn't have a chance, you know, when I was on the road to come back and, meet and greet and talk to a lot of the people, particularly in Texas. So this is going to be the opportunity for me to do that. Cool. Absolutely. Are you enjoying retirement? 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> By all means. <laughs> Very cool. By all means. It's, take, it's taking me five years just to heal up. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're glad that you're uh, healing up and, uh, and doing well. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about, about your career. Uh, you know, you started out in, in the football. You went from uh, football into professional wrestling. How was the transition for you going from professional football to professional wrestling? Well, I've always been a fan of uh, professional wrestling, right? And because I'd always loved sports that particularly had, uh, you know, uh, had to have some kind of physical prowess in it and, and uh, athletic ability, you know. So I'd always been a big fan. And I recall myself as a young man growing up watching, you know, guys like Tony Atlas, you know, uh, Duxie Rose, Rick Flair, you know, and, and that's throughout my football career I'd always been a big fan of those. And I thought, you know, perhaps in the back of my mind one day, after a football career ended, and if I didn't go in the communications field that I would come out of college in, I would probably give it a shot. So as it turned out, man, uh, I uh, played five years of professional ball, and I decided to uh, give it professional wrestling a shot and got trained by Hiro Matsuda, who I considered to be the, was the best in the business at that particular time, and for me it would be forever the best. And that transition for me, it was much harder than I thought it was. Uh, going to be, to be honest with you. I thought that coming from football, it would be somewhat easy, but I got to be honest, it was probably the hardest thing that I've ever done as far as physical, requiring physical ability. Definitely. Um, you know, you, and you had a very lengthy career, which, you know, a lot of a lot of younger mm-hmm. wrestlers these days wish that they could have to have a, a you know, a healthy and long career. Uh, we do have a, a listener question from Ryan uh, asking, uh, what kind of reaction did you get from family and friends when you became the first black man to become world heavyweight champion? Well, you know, at, at that particular time, uh, it wasn't so much at, uh, I think, celebrated as uh, the first black uh, world heavyweight champion then it was just me get, having uh won the championship at that time and then i think perhaps like uh as time went on then it set in that history was made that i was the first black uh man to wear the to win the heavyweight championship you know and even to this day i have to be honest with you i sometimes have to pinch myself you know to, to make sure that uh, that was real, and that <laughs> I have gone through the things that I did, you know, because mm-hmm. I I consider it to be quite of an accomplishment. And I, to be honest with you, I'm very proud of myself for it, and the most proud of myself for the fact that it opened up more doors for other, not only young black men and women to pursue professional wrestling, but it gave encouragement to all young athletes, you know. So that's one of the things I'm biggest and most proud of. Absolutely. Paving the way for the likes of Booker T, Mark Henry, Kofi Kingston, so on and so forth. Uh, uh, in particular, uh, you know, recently, I don't know how much you keep up with all of the wrestling products in, in, in the world today, but, you know, Bobby Lashley was recently crowned as the uh, TNA world champion. Uh, and, you know, a lot of people are praising TNA for giving Bobby Lashley the title. Uh, and, there are, and there are those who say that uh, WWE is somewhat against having a black man as a WWE champion. What are your thoughts on, on the people who say that? I know I, that's that's not. Uh, I think that uh, all the years I've worked with WWE, that opportunity is there for any man or woman, for that matter. If you're willing to work and put in the dedication that it requires, and you will get that shot. That is that 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 I have no problem with as far as when it comes to that, because I've worked for Vince for quite a while. I know the, know him. I know all of his family members. Triple H, all of them. So that's not true. You know, if the opportunity presents itself and there's someone that they consider to be worthy 
black or white, they will get the opportunity to put that belt on. And I'm most, and I'm certain that it won't be long before that happens. Because as you look up there, we have quite a few black young men up there now that are. As this goes on and within a couple of years and given more time under their belt, probably we'll be wearing that belt here really soon. You know, so, no, I have no problem with that. I think that's going to happen real soon. You know, I, I say that's not true. Absolutely. You look at some of the uh, the up and young uh, up and young talent that's coming up through uh, NXT, and, uh, you know, I, th- I think it's uh, very close to happening pretty soon. Um You've you've had success working in tag teams like Doom with uh, with Butch Reed, also the APA with JBL, uh, and you also had a uh, successful singles action. Did you have a preference as to which which one you worked? Oh, definitely. I I definitely will go for the tag. You know, yes. I mean, I, I I had the most fun uh, starting with Butch in Doom. It was there, but I think perhaps I throughout my career, and then of course with the Nation of Domination, with all of the guys in that, I had a lot of fun. But I got this. My brother and native Texan, I might say, uh, Bradshaw, it was the most fun. I mean, that, I couldn't think of a better way to wind down and end my career than being in a tag team with him. And, man, and I mean, it just was fun all throughout the years that we were together. And then not only to have success at it, but to be able to entertain the people to the fullest and then to have them years after that is over to come up and say that that was like the most enjoyable period of time throughout my wrestling career and what they've seen in professional wrestling, that's what made it worthwhile. It was definitely the highlight of my career, I would say, being along after winning the world championship, and and that would be, that would top it all, the APA, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, like you said, talking about the APA, APA with uh, JBL, uh, like you said, it looked like y'all were having a blast, you know. Um, could you, like, is there anything, like, like memory wise, you had like the the best memory with like JBL and the APA. Is there anything that comes to mind? Well, no, I, I, it's just so many of them. I, yeah. I, like I said, it was it was all it, we had a great time all the way. We had such chemistry together, you know, because we both had similar out of the ring, uh, you know, things in common. You know, and, and we like to, you know, we had a lot. We had football background as well as I. We like to go out and raise hell as bars, <laughs> you nice. know, and and get insights. For real, you know, so it, it, it was just a natural and uh, that we were worked well together. And it came across screen the way it did because yeah. it was that was us and in, rea- in reality, you know, and that's what made it such a success. Absolutely, and they always say in the wrestling business, you know, you take who you are and you just amplify it a little bit. Uh, you know, some of the, some of the favorite moments that I had with with you in the APA was, you know, you have to you can't take it out of context as the door. You know, you have to have the door into your office. <laughs> yeah. I love the fact that that's all there was to your office. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you know, it it is those moments like that, you know, and then and then you put it in with the. Uh, you know, with the charisma and and the you know the comedic side that my I and Bradshaw had, you know, <laughs> it, it just came across as something you know that would be uh, natural, uh, you know, for us to do, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and add them, you know, because that you can look for somebody, you know, a characters like myself, card playing, you know, beer swilling, 
guys, you know, raising hell, you know, uh, for you to do something awkward like that to come up and knock on the door, you know, instead of just walking right through, uh, you know, right through the wall. You have to knock on the door, man. You got to have good manners, man. You know, your mother has to raise you right. Knock on the, somebody's door. You just cannot walk in. You have to knock. And you have to also say who you are. Don't forget that. <laughs> Absolutely, and it had to be, and it had to be one of those rough nights where you show up to the arena, you got your gear, and they say, "Okay, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna sit you at, down at a table. You're gonna play some poker and drink some beers, smoking some cigars. Can you do oh, that?" <laughs> what a tough life! What a tough life, man! And what was going- uh, you just don't know how much I resisted doing that. You know, we'll Drinking cut you a check at the end of the beer, night. <laughs> smoking a nice big Cuban cigar. I mean, you know. I, it, I just grudged every time I would come now, like, oh, God, please don't have to let me drink another <laughs> fifth or a quarter of beer, cold beer, you know, and smoke this Cuban cigar tonight, you know? <laughs> yeah, yo, but yeah, man, we had a bad, we had a blast, both of us. And I know there was, uh, there was one person in particular that could, that could definitely hang with you two, uh, and a lot of people wouldn't expect it unless you actually knew the person, and it, that would be Mae Young. Well, surprisingly to me, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, well, you know, but man, I got to tell you, not only me, young, but Moolah as well. Oh, you know, yeah. I mean, well, and then you can ask Mark Henry that. I think he had an experience with it, not only at, uh, uh, with drinking beer, but he might have had an experience with uh, a little bit in bed. <laughs> yeah. Having a little bit of fun, but uh, you know, you mentioned earlier about the uh, the Nation of Domination and the time that you spent there. Uh, the Nation of Domination ended over 15 years ago, but it's still being talked about today. And there are still fans even hoping that you'll come back to help form a new nation. Uh, you know, how how does it feel to be part of the faction that still has that kind of lasting imp- impression on fans? You want to be remembered for something like that. You know, that's what you want, guys and girls, to come up to you and say. Uh, that's that's what makes it all worthwhile. That's what your career should be about, you know, and not many get that opportunity to have been involved in something, you know, that people come back years and say, man, wow, why can't they do something like that? That's what I really love. And the, and the thing about it was that not only was I, I, when I was doing that with the nation and myself and everyone involved, we really got into doing that. We wanted to give the people the best we could with doing what we were doing with that faction. And that's why it was had such a long-lasting effect. I'm really, really grateful that it gave the people the enjoyment that it did. And it's really an honor to be remembered like it is throughout the years. Definitely. And people still to this day will sing uh, the Nation of Domination theme. And, uh, you know, it was a really catchy beat as well as uh, with a- with APA. You, you got really lucky because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a music man myself. And, you know, the, I think that the theme... Definitely helps make the the, the success. Uh, and oh so. yeah, but yeah, well yeah, I agree with you without a doubt. You know, it all has to tie in together, and once you get that, you know, it's up to you uh, from there on. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, and you have to immerse yourself into the character and into your work in the ring. You know, and and what you put into it is really what you're going to get out of it. Absolutely. Uh, and, you know, you, you made a mention of, you know, having the fans come to you and say, oh, I remember this and I remember that. Uh, and, you know, m- most fans of today, the younger audience, uh, know you for a different thing other than the Nation of Domination. That is you simply just showing up out of nowhere, saying one particular word. And before I say the word, I just want to know, where did the origins of you saying damn come from? 
I think that got on started being catchy when we when I would go to different towns and I would be uh, in a match with someone and they we would be uh, be doing something and I would uh, get frustrated uh, because I probably can't pin them and you know uh, uh, and and things weren't going my way throughout the match and they would hear me say damn you know and and then the people in the audience started just saying it and that's really. And it resonated with them. And it's catchy because all of us, at some point in our life, somebody comes along and takes us off, whether it be in traffic, whether it be your kids, whether it be someone at customer service not giving you the best treatment. You just simply have to say, damn. <laughs> Absolutely. Very catchy. And, you know, it's it's just one of those organic things that took a life of its own. And, uh, you know, you got your own T-shirt because of it. And. Every time oh, yeah. that you every time you appear on screen, the fans just love it. They wait for it. You hold it. You hold it, and then you say it. And it's just it's just one of those great things. Oh uh, 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 yeah, I mean, like I said, man, it's something that everyone can relate to, man. Because there's always there's somebody even in your household that makes you say it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, you know, before we let you go, are there any is there any particular like story on the road that you know maybe you and JBL got into a certain kind of trouble or anything like that, some kind of road story that you could share with us? Oh, no. I only think that I, I so many of them, man, but <laughs> I can just simply tell you uh, one that I probably, and this involves, this involves Teddy Long, and, oh. and Teddy probably won't like me uh, <laughs> telling him about this, but when you run into him, you might ask him. Uh, we were, uh, uh, Bradshaw and I had been on one of our tirades out after the, one of the matches that night, so Teddy decided to have a ride with, want to jump a ride with us, and so, of course, we made him the designated driver. We said, well, look, since you're going to ride with us, then we're going to make you drive because we're going to be drinking. So, <laughs> and that's what we were doing, right? So we were drinking, throwing cans out the window. And then, uh, okay, lo and behold, there's a, uh, there was a cop sitting on the side of the road hidden. So Uh-oh. I threw a can out the window, and now, of course, here come the lights. Uh-oh. So there he goes, you know, woo, 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 pull Teddy over, right? So he comes up to the car. Bashaw and I are both, we're out of our mind. We're blitz. So. When the cop looks into the window, he says, do I smell alcohol? And both of us are saying, well, of course you do. What are you? Are you are you crazy? We're both. We're drunk. We are drunk, both of us. And Teddy is, <laughs> you got to know, Teddy is out of his mind, like, looking at us like, what the hell? Are you crazy? Right. So, so, the, so, so the cop makes him get out and takes him through the sobriety test. And so we, and we're in the car saying, look, we want to take the test too. And we take the test along with him. So the man, so the guy says, look, I'm going to take all of you to jail if you don't shut up here, okay? That's what's going to happen here. So then he looks in and he sees the tag team belts and he says, you two guys are the tag champions, right? And we say, yeah, we are. So he puts the belts on. Outside the road, so the, the the cops start putting the belts on, taking pictures with it, you know. As as, as Teddy is standing back there, <laughs> he still has Teddy standing back there, man, you know, ready to go through the sobriety test. And I mean, he is steaming by this time. All right, <laughs> awesome. he he gets back he gets back into the car after the the, the of course now the cop lets stuff go. He gets back into the car. He is so mad we won't. Supposed to be going to Cincinnati. He's so mad, he's going the opposite direction and he drives us all the way to Louisville, Kentucky. Oh, <laughs> oh my and, and, and we were in the backseat drunk, so we don't know any better, man. That's how mad he was, right? <laughs>
That is awesome. Well, you see him somewhere, you got to ask him about that. Oh, we definitely will. That sounds like a hoot. Thank you very, very much for coming out. And uh, we will definitely make sure to head over to yes, see sir. you at the uh, at the Super Show and uh, have many more stories to tell. <laughs> oh, well, I'm looking forward to it, man. It's going to be a great time out there. You know, we're going to have a lot of fun. I want everyone to come out. Definitely. Thank you very much, and, uh, you, and you have a great night. All right, you too, buddy. Thanks. Bye-bye. Hey, this is Scott Norton. You're listening to the WNF Podcast. It's a really good stuff. We certainly appreciate Ron Simmons coming on the show. Really cool. So make sure to head on out to the Coastal Mania uh, Clutch City Productions Super Show. Going to be all kinds of fun. We're going to try and head out there as well. But we do have some hot topics for you guys. What's what? the date on that again? July what? July, was it 12th? 12th. Um... Something that we forgot to mention. I guess we could put in the hot topics or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, wasn't uh, hot topics uh, <laughs> for the pay per view that a script got leaked? Yeah, it was just the pre show. Um, I mean, nothing, still, yeah, nothing too big. But it was it was pretty weird, you know, reading the script as it's happening. And it's yeah. like, oh, okay, so he's ad libbing this line. And he's taking this sentence, but switching it up a little bit. So it was really weird. But uh, but yeah, apparently they just left it sitting in a chair somewhere, and some guy just took a picture of it and posted it online. So oh, yeah. Uh, so yeah. But other hot topic news for you guys. Uh, <laughs> it happened earlier today. Emma was arrested for theft. Emma. Uh, yeah. What are you doing? Oh, Silly can, we, Emma. can we talk about Santino's backstage thing that oh, we completely God. glossed over? That I was. I was. Yes, <laughs> we forgot to talk first about of, that. First of all, his Did new. You forget to put first of all, purpose? his new Cobra shirt looks fucking awesome. Second of all, like how like blatant like product placement was that? That was so bad. That's why I didn't write it down. I wanted to, to avoid it. it. No, I didn't want to talk about it. It was so bad. So this bad. This is like uh, uh, what type of coke was it in uh? In Scott Pilgrim, was it that they did the Coke the, Zero? The Coke Zero, they did the super blatant, like, uh, so they did it so over the top that they acknowledged how blatant the product <laughs> placement was in the movie. Yeah. It was like that. It's like Wayne's World when, uh, you know, they're they're like, I would never sell out, especially whenever I'm enjoying a hot what was it? pizza from Twisted Pizza Hut. Tea? Right. Twisted Tea? Yeah. Twisted Lemonade? Yeah, Twisted Tea. Him and God. Cobra just chilling. Like, you don't hey, have any friends. Do you, don't, do you not have any friends? It's do you the, have it, a party and no one came? <laughs> Here's you bunny. know what you need? Some alcoholic tea. That'll get the party started. PG, PG doesn't mean uh, um, legal adults can't uh, enjoy legal uh, beverages. It's not <laughs> the same thing. PG means parental guidance. It doesn't mean... I mean, if they were giving it to kids, that's like one thing. But like adults can uh, hey, enjoy adult me. beverages. <laughs> P- like chilling alcohol is totally it's not within that I forgot, PG. Is I chose not to talk. We about forgot. It. Shame on us. Yeah, shame on us. We let shame you pass. We let you. Pass I it. run the show. <laughs> the great moments like that and the great Collie uh, beating up Vince McMandow. Be thankful that I wrote that down. What I do you think have... about? What do you think about Santina's new Cobra shirt? I, it I cool. didn't get to see it. Um, I missed I it. Remember what? I, what was it? It looks like. Uh, it's odd shaped where it's sort of up and like oh, over, yeah, like a weird, weird like that looks weird phallic uh, cobra. I don't know how to feel about that. I think it looked kind of cool. Yeah, I'm into phallic, <laughs> but apparently, uh, <laughs> Emma Emma was arrested for theft at a Walmart. Um, they're saying, or she's saying, that it was at a self checkout, and I guess they don't pay this girl nothing. This poor girl doesn't make any money. No. Uh, or not enough to where she has to shop at Walmart. 
And, uh, in my head, like Santina's giving her the talking to over this. Now, Emma, when you're going you to shop at the Walmart, you can't do this. Right. You can't take the item and not place it on the scanner. Put it in the coop. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but Lord. Seriously, um, what did she steal? Uh, all that was said was like an electronic device uh, under two hundred and fifty dollars. What? So what they're claiming, from what I saw allegedly, is that she was using those self checkout centers. Mm-hmm. You know, scanned it, put it in the basket. It didn't register, and so she took it out. Like she paid for other things, but security stopped her and arrested her, saying, "Oh, you so it was an accident, this. or you think she did it on purpose?" I don't know. It's, so she didn't have it on her when she was arrested. She took it out. She had it with her. But they're saying she thought she just got over on it because she scanned it and it didn't get there. I don't know. Probably, maybe they were keeping an eye on it. It's like, oh, there's an item in the bag that didn't get scanned. So. This girl works for WWE. We're gonna keep eye on yeah, it. Yeah, we got a buster. I mean, Take this isn't like Mitch. this isn't like TNA when like they like they don't pay their like people are working at Sunglass Hut because they can't <laughs> afford to go on like they can't go on the road because they don't pay get paid enough that they have to stay and work right. their, their day jobs. Yeah. Whatever that. Whole story was I don't remember exactly who it was, but it was one of the knockouts, and uh, <laughs> I just like I can't. Oh yeah, fight. I think I know who you're talking about. And then she like retired from wrestling. Uh, the blonde chick. Yeah, what's her name? Taylor. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Something. Yeah. God, I can't think of her name. Taylor Rain. I don't remember. Rainbow. I just can't believe this. I'm I'm shocked that Emma stole. Yeah. Shame on you, Emma. You're gonna get fired. But uh, can you do more? Can we do? We did more role playing with you being you being Santina. I know it's Tyler's birthday, but I have a wish. Okay, uh-oh, uh-oh. my wish is that you guys do a little improv scene for us and our listening audience. I want Ty- Tyler. Tyler, what? I what? want Tyler to play Emma, and I want you to play Santino. Uh, I don't know if I can Tyler, do Australian. you got Tyler. You got in trouble. You don't have to do the accent if you don't want to. Tyler, you got in trouble for stealing it. And uh, Emma, you- what were you thinking when you took the iPad cover? From Walmart. Well, I thought I checked it out. I just walked out looking of the store. for bubbles. <laughs> looking for bubbles. It had bubbles on it. <laughs> well, I took that shit because I want it, and they don't, <laughs> WWE don't pay no, me enough. I'm not well, buying. You I don't believe you. So you should be uh, able to pay for it. Buy me a gift card. More bubbly. More I, bubbly. I bought it. Fuck those cameras. <laughs> I don't believe your character work is awful, Avery. <laughs> God. I was going to say fuck a lot. I'm not asking for an accent. I'm just saying, like, play. You don't have to do the Australian accent. Just play along. God. Terrible. I thought I checked it out. <laughs> I don't know. I'm so stupid. I didn't know. All right. Sorry, Boner. Doug. I don't know. <laughs> sorry, Doug. But uh, Damn moving it. on to the sorry. hot topic news. That's cool. Um, it's rumored that Kenta uh, is going to be announced as signing with the WWE sometime this month. So uh, they're probably going to be making the announcement uh, towards the end. I think they said like the twenty first or something. We like that. want inverted GTSs. The good the good news is he signed with the WWE. The bad news is everyone's tall his moves. So he doesn't have any. He can only do. <laughs> so he's got to come up with something new. <laughs> he can only do headlocks and wrist locks now. <laughs> well, okay, well, okay. What's all the moves and run the that people stole? GTS Punk. punk. Uh, Brian stole the Bicycle knee from him. God, so like, if he does it, like, oh, they stole it from CM Punk. So his finisher and signature no. moves stolen. So he needs to. If only, if only Matt Stryker was here, and he could let everyone know yeah. that no, 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 CM Punk and Daniel Bryan took the mo- or got the moves so from Kenta him. Kenta is gonna show up and feud with Daniel Bryan, saying, "I'm here to reclaim what's mine." 
I want his gimmick to be like, hey, I, he, I just want him to feud with everyone for, over the rights of his movie. <laughs> <laughs> I won. I get the GTS. He can do the. Was it gonna inverted? Be like Peter Petrelli from Heroes. I come in contact with you and I take your gift. Was it called the inverted GTS? Or is it inverted or reverse? It's inverted. Inverted. Reverse is when the action is reversed. Inverted is when the position is switched. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. So if it's the guy's just flipped over or facing the other way, it's inverted. Reverse would be like if I the normal go like this, then reverse would be that. You know what I mean? But inverted right. is like flipped over. Yes. So uh, last the inverted GTS. The last bit of hot topic news for you: the uh, the Guerrero family is report, reportedly upset with Vicky over her thank you note to the WWE. Uh, apparently, they feel like the Guerrero family didn't get enough thanks. Um, you know, even though she said you know the whole line about. There's one name in the wrestling biz that gets more respect than McMahon, and that's Guerrero. She feels they they feel that she was not grateful enough in her thank you note of all things. So what? did you guys? Did you? Did I, you? I mean, I heard it and I wrote it. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I think it's one of those things that like the public cannot and will not understand. I'm sure there is a lot more like family and drama involved in that. Than, yeah. Uh, than simply this. So, I mean, I don't really have a comment about it. I mean... Okay. I mean, I, I mean, those kinds of things are for sure, like, the result of some sort of, like, within-the-family turmoil stuff, you know? Yeah. So, who knows, but that's just the news for us to report. But time to go into the Q&A portion of the show. Your questions, our answers. First question coming to us from Thomas Dropalozon. Tyler wants you to do it for his birthday. This place pointing to drop it low, son. Drop it, drop it low, son. Thank you. Happy birthday. So now you're not getting your gift. Happy birthday. So happy birthday. Uh, uh, happy birthday. So uh, Thomas says bonjour from what is hoping a southern. Bonjour. From a southern southern. You're laughing France. way too fucking hard at that. Dumb I'm not there yet, but by the time you read this uh, on the podcast, I will be helping the sick and the elderly. What? But before I left, smart. Has a mind for numbers and check caring. effects and caring. Yep. Listen, are you single? <laughs> we need to get uh listen needs to I'm sure he has a lady, huh? I mean he's all the good stuff about he's dropping the weight. He's he looks helping people out. Sexy, smart, flirty. Good with numbers <laughs> and statistics. Yeah, man. Owner. Getting God ready damn. to go to uni. That's fucking cool, man. Good stuff. Good kid, good kid. Uh, but Thomas says, but before I left, I was able to pick up the latest edition of WWE Magazine featuring featuring a 10-match DVD of the best WWE main event, um, a DVD exclusive to European fans. With that said, I want to know what your favorite WWE DVD you own is and why. That one. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. The uh, European exclusive? <laughs> yeah. Let me think. WWE only. Hmm. What would it be? What would it be? What's it gonna be, boys? Um, what's it gonna be? From what I've seen, I like the CM Punk DVD. Yeah, that seems to be my like the favorite. CM Punk Best in the World documentary. Yes, that one was really enjoyable. See, people like were so like saying how awesome that was gonna be that I was underwhelmed by it. Really, but it was probably I probably it was a case of me. Setting my expectations. You set too the high. bar too high. Yeah, Put probably. Pussy on the pedestal, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so as far shoulder? as your favorite WWE DVD, what would you say? I'm still thinking. Okay. Uh, for me, it, it's either two things. I would say either uh, WrestleMania 30, since we attended it, or Knucklehead. I think, I think no. he means documentaries, Talwins. I don't think he means events. 
I just oh. favorite WWE DVD. There's no specification knucklehead. on it. He's gonna pick the no, Chef Brown or not gonna pick. No, I'm not picking either of those. Uh, I would say either WrestleMania. The Marine box set. No, I would say either WrestleMania 30 or WrestleMania 20. And I say 20 uh, because for a for a while I was kind of out of the loop in wrestling, and um, I I picked up WrestleMania 20 on DVD because I was like, oh, dude, that's that's a big event. You know, it's the you know 20th uh, 20th WrestleMania. Uh, I need to get back into it. So that DVD uh, got me to start really following wrestling again. So I would I would say one of those two. What are you out chasing the skirt? What are we doing? Oh man, I can't I can't tell you. You're putting the pussy on a pedestal. Uh, for, well, for leg, legal reasons, I can't tell you. Get those, get the I think you're. I don't. I, I think that what he's saying is like. Uh, I don't think events count. Losen, let me know that I'm right because I know that I'm right. Okay. Well, if it's not going to be, if it's not going to be events, um, then I would probably go with the, uh, with the CM Punk one as well, as far as uh, documentaries. See, the weird thing about the W, they're all like really well produced, but they're Oh, no, all- I changed mine. Mick Foley. No, wait. Shit. <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Austin. There you go. They're Final all answer. Nah. Sorry. Go ahead, Doug. Stone Cold Steve Austin for me. I'm a big fan. Like, they're all well produced, but they're all just, just to put it out there, they're all revisionist history as far as the documentary stuff goes. But mm-hmm. I, I like. I'm partial to like when they do like a Legends of Mid South or if they do like a like a like a Best of Stargate or Best of whatever. I, I like when they take a look at Rise something. and Fall of Yeah, I like the I like the recent ECW ones they did with the quote unquote unreleased matches. Yeah, I don't know. Like uh, I like when they they take a look outside of their immediate like his their their own immediate history, even though it's all bullshit and revisionist. Mm-hmm. But uh, I like when they do that. Like on the Mick Foley one where they don't mention where he was right. uh, in those few years that he was over at TNA. <laughs> right. It's like, oh, yeah, and then, uh, you know, I did a few projects and came back, and it was great. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But as far as uh, any DVD, I'd probably say either WrestleMania 20 I'm telling or you, WrestleMania 30. D- dude, do, do not argue with the guy who guessed. Who made the educated guess of sixty percent off the top of the dome? He's saying, off the dome, off the dome. He's saying any any WWE DVD, but he correct. means but he means compilation style or um or um. Losen, don't just side with him on this one. Losen, be honest with us. So you're looking sexy, son. <laughs> don't try and good. butter him up. You're real smart. Trying you're to play good. favorites. You've got you've got a good personality, Losen. <laughs> And I'm right. <laughs> Damn. He, mean, he means documentary or compilation style. I bet he doesn't mean events. All right. WrestleMania can uh, fall under the category of compilation. Nope. Yes. It is a compilation of nope. stories coming to a head in one specific place. Meta. Though. Maybe you, maybe if you want to get real meta about it. But he's, <laughs> but Losen is... Uh, That's what it's a, all about. No. Hokey pokey. So, uh, next question coming to us from our buddy Ben Fold saying, good podcast, guys. Sorry I didn't give any feedback last episode. I was a little busy and some stuff was happening in my life. Look, uh, ben, Ben, good. thank you for listening. We appreciate yeah. that you do. But you're not required. We love it when you give feedback, but there, you're under no requirements to give feedback. Correct. Uh, he's saying, I wanted to ask, with a lot of former indie wrestlers joining the WWE, what wrestler from CZW, ROH, Shakara, etc., would you like to see and... 
what place in the card would you put them? Uh, I pick one guy out of any of those companies, or I pick a guy from each of those. Just companies. one from. You can. I mean, it's up to you. You can do whatever you want. But uh, he's asking if you could just pick someone from one of the one of the indie circuits. Who would you pick, and where would you put them? Uh, I'm real big on Drew Gulak right now. Yeah. Um, he's sort of a, I don't want to say throwback because that's overused and it's not really well defined. It's just like some vague thing that people say to like he's sound cool or something. But, uh, he is sort of a throwback. He's, uh, he's like a real smooth, like technical guy. And, um, I don't know as far as, I don't think it, I don't know as far as card placement on in the WWE, I don't think it really matters. Mm-hmm. How about you, Tyler? I, mean, I don't see him as a main event guy there. Yeah. But he's just a guy who's going to have good matches. Uh, I would say Adam Cole. Yeah. I don't know exactly where to put him on that stuff. I mean, he, Adam Cole's a smaller guy. I mean, I think, I think uh, him and the WWE have actually been flirting with each other, so I wouldn't be surprised uh, to see him there ooh. soon. I would also like to see Briscoe's in the tag team division, but I don't think that this could happen. Yeah, I think they fucked that up. Yeah. <laughs> Because um, they were interested in signing. Let's see. For as far as a a comedy personnel, you know, like if it, when Santino calls it quits, you got to bring in a new guy for the comedy aspect. Uh, let's do that. Uh, who was it? What's his name? Chicago. Maxwell. Chicago. Maxwell Chicago. I enjoyed the hell out of him. Uh, he was very entertaining when we were in New Orleans. So I would I would bring him in. That would be that'd be one guy I like to see because. Yeah, yeah. I really like to see Eddie Kingston get a shot. I don't know. I mean, with them supposedly signing Steen, like I don't, uh, I don't see like body image being an issue. Even though Steen lost a lot of weight and is getting in shape, but uh, mm-hmm. I don't see like body being as much of an issue. So I'd really like to see Kingston give a shot. That's for sure about Steen. They they signed him supposedly. Uh, he seems like he's wrapping up with Ring of Honor, but. Uh, like, I don't know. I think Kingston's one of the very best promos in the entire business, and uh, I think it would be a shame for him to not get a good shot. I don't think he will, but uh, he's a bit of a rogue. He's a bit of a – a bit of a, he likes to do his own thing kind of a guy. And uh, Didn't we have, like, a talk about uh, Kingston? It's like, how does he do all that shit and he, like, still smokes? Yeah, I, yeah, he smokes. But, uh, I mean, I mean, lots of guys do, but, I mean, I don't know. He's, like, a chubbier dude who smokes. But, I mean, I don't think – I mean, I don't think any of that's as much of a, a thing anymore. But uh, I don't know. He's like the thing about Kingston that that I love so much is that he's he gets like something that not a lot of people get, and that's like he knows how to use emotion in wrestling. And I don't just mean like uh, like anger emotion. Like he can he like he knows how to manipulate emotion emotions like in general with his promo. So I think it'd be a real shame for him to not get like a a shot one day. But uh. I don't know. He's a bit of a rogue, so I don't know. Okay. You see small guys like uh, Icarus or Johnny Gargano? I mean, I don't know. Like, Gargano's not tall, but the motherfucker has, like, transformed his body. Like, he's, like, he's got a good body. I don't think I would hold him back. Hmm. Uh, I like Icarus. I like Icarus as a Chikar guy, but I don't think – I don't see him ever getting a shot in the big time. I mean, no disrespect to him. But it just, he doesn't seem like a fit for like a WWE. Uh, Gargano, I could see eventually getting there. If not, I mean he's done like extra work for them in the past, and I'm sure he's gonna get a look one day if he hasn't already gotten a look. 
Okay. Good stuff. So, uh, thanks for the question. Final question coming to us from night from a six star criminal saying, "I've got a question. Uh, do you think that there is? Uh, do you think there is no hope in the mid card? They don't run any credible storylines. There's a lot of them. Uh, don't." There's a lot of people who don't get to show off their talents on pay-per-views either. Uh, I think the brand, brand split was beneficial for guys in the mid-card because they actually had things to do other than just sit around and get an ass made out of themselves by the booking team. And I would like to say that I, too, am not shaving my mustache all summer. Hashtag cocks and mustaches. Hashtag Tyler's mustache better than Cody's. Thank you, sir. How does... Like, I know I was here last week, but I, I know we talked about the mustache, but how does the cock come into play? I forgot. Oxen and mustaches. Do you remember? Uh, we talked about uh, if you, what suit would you wear if you were a wrestler or whatever, and uh, we were talking about some sort of suit or whatever, and like, like how does that play out with like, I don't know. Okay, I remember talking about that too. I don't remember how we that tied into mustaches though. Some move or something. It was like it didn't. They didn't tie into it. Oh, okay, it okay. was like. I was like this episode, we talk, man. Was we like talked about cocks and, and we talked about yeah. mustaches. Yeah. What's new? We always talk about cocks and mustaches. Yeah. And this, yeah. this week's is you know it's cocks, it's boners, you know. Uh, I, we just talk about cocks a lot, guys. Yeah. I hate to break it to you. We it's talk just, about cocks it's just, a lot. It just happens to be like that, you know. Yeah. It's just the way the world works. So there you go. So thanks for. Wait, we didn't answer the question. No. What's the question? Is there hope for the mid card? I'm Tyler Raybear. To me, I talked about this a couple of weeks ago, but uh, I think the the problem is is the is just the the parody booking. The nothing seems like too many guys feel like they're equal to each other, and there's not enough not enough differentiate enough to differentiate guys in the card. Like saying this guy is clearly better than this guy. Because uh, just because they can't, because I don't think they can do job matches successfully anymore. No one would buy it, and uh, to do that, if you're not going to do that, Slater he can job properly. Well, yeah, but then you—I mean, that's one guy. Like yeah. you need more than one job guy, you know. True. And even if you job him out every week, no one. Like Ziggler and Kingston. <laughs> well, even if even if those guys clearly define as job guys and they lose every time, they. If the matches are com- are so competitive, then it makes it feel like less of this guy is clearly better than this guy. Right. It's too many guys feel like they're equal, they're equal to each other. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how you can go back to uh, not having competitive matches because the fans won't buy it in this day and age. Right. I feel like they want everyone to be main event guys. You know, oh, when's Ziggler gonna get his push? Oh, when's Kingston gonna get his push? Oh, I don't when's think Swagger gonna get. I his don't push? think that's true at all. I think all the all the fans want everyone to be right. Oh, guy. sorry, yeah, that's what I was referring to. Uh, you know, they they never put focus on the U.S. title or Intercontinental title because you know that's a plateau. When you're done with that, like when you get to the to that, they want you to go further. So like there is no, I don't know. Like normally those were the mid mid cards because those were the up and coming guys but they've had so many people who have been there for so long now they don't know what to do with them not necessarily i think people think that i think that some people think every single guy has a progression from right uh open to main event and uh that's not necessarily true like some guys are just never gonna make it to that that part and mm-hmm. like uh 
that maybe like I'm sure that every some every wrestler is somebody's favorite wrestler, so yeah. they're going to be like, oh well, this guy is getting fucked off because he doesn't ever get past this point. But that that's not true. Like not every guy goes from the opening match to the main event. It's just right. not possible, and not every guy's talented enough. Yeah. I mean, some guys are just job guys. Some guys are just going to meander in the mid-card. It's just how it is. Yeah. Sad but true. Just the tough parts of the business. But uh, but we do thank you for the question. Don't forget to submit your questions by going to our Facebook page, WNS Podcast. Also, our YouTube page, WNS Video. Check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com, WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook. Subscribe to us on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. Happy birthday, motherfucking A-Bear. Thank you. Woo! It's about to be over. Boop, 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 boop. Uh, check us out on... Stitcher, Beyond Pod, and rest, uh, and uh, what's the other one? Shit, player.fm. That's your shit, son. You should be yeah, on top of that. Yeah, hey, it's... don't forget to let us know if you'd rather be boner or cockroach. <laughs> yeah, boner um, or cockroach. You can do that on the Facebook page that uh, Daniel just YouTube told you page. about. Or the YouTube page that Daniel just told you about. Or you may even tweet at us. Um, Daniel will check that as well. Also. Uh, the main sites. <laughs> Go ahead. How much work do I do for this? You say also this what? Point. Also, whatever... When you pick at the end and go hashtag whatever. Why hashtag and whatever? I don't know. Hashtag boner if you're a boner. Hashtag cockroach if you're a cockroach. Oh, I thought you meant literally hashtag the word whatever. No. Oh. <laughs> I was like, why would you do that? Hashtag why whatever. Would you be like, why would we ask them to do this this exercise and then be like, whatever, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't. We don't give a fuck. We just want to know these things. I do want to know. I'm I'm interested. What's the better nickname? Um, yep. The main site's at WN Source, but fuck them. They don't need any more followers. We need followers <laughs> at WNS Podcast, uh, at WNS underscore Daniel, at Tyler underscore Aber. Tell that mo- tweet that motherfucker happy birthday so he has to use that Twitter account. Yeah, those dick pics and birthday moves. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. The Snapchat is. Ooh. So uh, for the podcast crew, I am Daniel Heron. I'm Boner. He's a boner. He's boner the birthday boner. Birthday. <laughs> I'm Doug, and we'll see you all next week. That's my line. <laughs> no!